With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kamala Harris has compared today, January 6th, or I should say the anniversary of the Capitol riots, to Pearl Harbor and September 11th. And Siraj, where are you at? You know, if we if we ever needed the list, we need it now. Well, actually, no, she wasn't on her phone when she posted it. She was actually speaking on TV. But the tweets went out from all the news organizations of her saying it. And if anybody deserves to not be speaking publicly for a little while, it would it would be her after that statement. You need only look at the pictures of Pearl Harbor 9-11 and January 6th to know that they've they've lost the plot. They've absolutely lost it. But I tell you, you know, I don't know if they actually believe their own, you know, their own BS, if they're if they're ingesting their own refuse. But. I do think at least some of them, many of them, the, at least the people on the ground, the grassroots of the Democrat voter base, they really believe this stuff. Many of them are just tribalists and they're angry and they want to hate. But a lot of people genuinely believe that January 6th was as bad as 9-11. The funny thing, though, though is that uh, Trump's approval versus Biden's approval right now, if there was an election held today, Trump would win, which means more Americans probably don't believe that narrative, or if the narrative is believed, they prefer insurrection and a military coup over Joe Biden. So how about we just settle for, yeah, no, no one believes it. I mean, some people do, but most people don't. And you're full of it. This is where we're headed. Politico has actually uh, published an article saying we are in a new civil war. Oh, you got me to say it. Everybody take a drink. Tim Pool said civil war. Here we go. (laughs) But when mainstream publications have gone from are we in it to we are in it, we should start asking what that means, what that means for us, what it means for you. And is there a way to bring everybody together? I don't know. I really don't. We've uh, uh, we've got to talk about Australia. They've in the Northern Territories. If you're unvaxxed, you can't leave your home unless you're getting food or, or medical treatment or providing medical treatment. So it means you can't leave your home for work anymore. It's getting more and more severe. And they have detained the number one tennis player over highly dubious um, reasons saying that his medical exemption, they're rejecting it after letting him come. Then Now he's in a refugee detention center. This looks like a power flex. So we'll, we'll get into all that stuff. Joining us today, Brandon Tatum. How's it going, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Pretty good. You want to introduce yourself for those that don't know you? Oh, yeah. Brandon Tatum, former police officer. Um, I have a YouTube channel called The Officer Tatum. Uh, 1.7 million subscribers on that YouTube channel. Way bigger uh, than us. Y'all, y'all, y'all are more powerful than me. I'm trying to get on your level, man. Wow. But, <laughs> So I go around the country. I speak. Um, I do motivational speaking. I do political commentary. Uh, so I do a lot of stuff like that. Right on, man. Thanks for coming. This will be a blast. My, yeah. my pleasure. Before we begin, I definitely want to shout out Habibi Shiraj. He's been working extremely hard today. It's like it's a Super Bowl. So his Twitter <laughs> account is absolutely on fire today. And uh, also, uh, a couple days ago on this show, I had this idea about an alien psyop saying that in 2024, I'm going to vote for uh, Bebop. Uh, Beborp, what is it? Beborp. Beborp, yes. Beep-borp. So, the Beborp 2024 election shirt is coming in, and it has just come in, <laughs> and uh, it also has the tagline saying, bring on the next alien psyop already, and if you want to support <laughs> Beborp in 2024, you can by going to thebestpoliticalshirts.com. <laughs> 
and uh, support I, this I, future candidate. I here. love how it actually says Beat Borp <laughs> on <laughs> your shirt, and you forgot the name of the alien you made up. <laughs> it, it happens sometimes. You know, you're in this creative flow. We have no scripts here. So, um, yeah, Beat Borp 2024, that's who I'm voting for. Thanks for having me. This should be I, a great conversation. We, you need, like, an Alex Jones reference because, you know, he went on his show, and he was screaming that an alien intelligence has taken over and is controlling all of this. An AI system, probably, which he was referring to, which we also talked about, which which he could, he could not be wrong here. That's also another issue, which yeah, is worth considering. This is something mind. that Ian gets into a lot, oh, too, geez. especially when it comes to quantum physics and energy and entities. Go I, on, Ian. Take it from here. I think for sure there's a, there's a concerted effort to put people's c- collective mind state on a blockchain and create like a mega mind that's going to be... The I think mind. tracked is the idea, but maybe we could build one that's untracked and use that as like the good guy's tech. Hey, I did a little bit of research. 2,400 people died at Pearl Harbor when the Japanese Empire bombed it. Almost 3,000 people died on 9-11 when mm. the three buildings came down. And how many people died on a year ago on January 6th? Well, we got, well, yes, but I think a couple of them were – one was like someone fell. So one right. person had a heart attack. How one many bombs were dropped a year ago? And one, and, and one Trump supporter was killed by a police officer. Yes. So Some, Someone made a meme. Hmm. Where it was like, you know, Wikipedia, they'll do a war and it'll say like outcome, like factions, casualties. And they made one for January 6th where it was like unarmed Trump supporters with flags, casualties, one Trump side. Like there was no one, no one yeah. lost their yeah, lives. They should do that. like a Baz battles where they do those animated battle scenes of it where it shows <laughs> yeah. like the people coming up and the flanking and all that. It's all, but we'll, 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 we'll have to get, we'll, that, that's good. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll need you to bring up, bring up those numbers again when we get Thanks, into man. it. So we also got Lydia hanging out. I'm here in the corner pushing buttons as I do. I'm delighted to be back. Love having Brandon on. It's going to be a great conversation. Oh, Before yeah. we get started, everybody head over to timcast.com, become a member and help support our work. As a member, you are funding our team of journalists. We have, I think we might have around 10. I'm not entirely sure, but we do have, I think, 32 employees now. We're doing a ton of stuff. We're expanding. We're producing, you know, cultural shows, mystery investigative shows, and we are hiring more and more journalists. We actually have field reporters on the ground covering protests. And as a member, you get access to the exclusive Timcast IRL members only podcast, which go up Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. Last night, we had Marjorie Taylor Greene. And that was, I got to be honest, it was so much better than the YouTube show. So much better, and we decide, we asked them, and I think it'll happen, to do an extended podcast exclusive off YouTube, uncensored, bigger conversation, because it was great. And, uh, you know, YouTube kind of sucks for the, for the insane rules they have, and if we want to have those real conversations, we got to figure out other means of distribution. So th- that's what we're doing. You can check that out at TimCast.com. Don't forget to smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Let's talk about what's going on today. We have this story from TimCast.com. Kamala Harris compares January 6th Capitol riot to September 11th and Pearl Harbor. Quote, certain dates echo throughout history, Harris said, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy not only a place in our calendar, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941, September 11th, 2001. And January 6, 2021. <laughs> wow. She is the dumbest person on planet Earth. <laughs> this is what happened when you sleep your way to the top and you don't have merit behind your name or you don't have a legitimate reputation. There's nobody on planet Earth with any sense that would compare January 6 to, to Pearl Harbor or That's 9-11. I mean, because, you know, we're in a generation that we lived through 9-11 and, and it was mortifying man people were getting killed jumping out of buildings it was literally an attack 
on our building seven, then right. just fell yeah, down. Yeah. What so, was it? What was it? Like ten hours later, right? It was. It was. <laughs> let, let me let me just tell you, uh, but it did. Yeah. I'm not saying anything about why it did. I'm just saying, nine eleven was so crazy. I thought about this yeah. when she said this. I was like, I'm sitting there. I know everyone's laughing. Everyone's mocking her, saying it was a stupid thing to say. And then I actually just was thinking back to like what happened on nine eleven, and I'm like, four planes are hijacked. One of them crashes in the field. Let's roll. You know, they, they slam into these buildings. There's shrapnel and debris flying everywhere. The buildings collapse. The Pentagon, uh, gets hit. People, first responders rush in there and firefighters are dying. They, the, the EPA was right. It said the air was safe. Yep. They said and, and it was people, safe to breathe. Go back to work. There's no problems and down then here. Now people have, what do they, what yeah. do they call it? They call it 9-11 lung or something like that? Well, they have, uh, mesophilioma. They have, but, but uh, there's a bunch of asbestos. There's, there's uh, a word, there's a word they, they, they associate with the, the people who are down there doing the rescue missions had for <clears> decades lung problems yeah. from the air yeah, they COPD. were in. Yeah. And then, I and was then, there, dude. I was but, there in but, the early days when, when they didn't have the guy Lines. Anyone right, right. could but, walk in there and breathe it. But not only did these buildings then collapse, but 9-11 was so bad that I think it was around, what, 10 hours later, another building, World Trade Center 7, yeah. just falls straight down. Yeah. That's how crazy. Three buildings fell that day. And Kamala Harris is like, they broke windows yeah. and, and, and waved America. And, 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 those, and, those, and those three buildings all had insurance policies on them by Larry Silverstein, but that's another yeah. subject. Yeah. I, I blame I, I blame Mayor Willie Brown for all of this yeah. uh, for a number of reasons, but also he's connected to 9-11, which I wanted to quickly talk about since he was also <laughs> officially warned. He had a flight on 9-11, but he said someone gave him a warning and he canceled his flight on the morning of 9-11. He said that. So, yep. So, but Mayor Willie Brown, look that up. The mayor of San Francisco, um, I think it was the San Francisco Chronicle that reported on this, but he had a flight on that day, didn't take it, and he's also the one that helped Kamala Harris get her oh, yeah, start in politics. Willie Brown. Well, look, so, at, look at this. This is from the San Francisco yeah. Gate. Willie Brown got low-key early warning about air travels from September 12th, 2001. This is NewsGuard certified. Exactly. Look at this. SF, yeah. SF I don't make up facts, Tim. I got, right. I got, every, I got my <laughs> sources. I got my documents. I got my, my so, I got all so my Brandon, papers and my notes right here. Brandon. I don't play around. A couple weeks ago, Luke is doing one of his signature rants and he mentions Bill Gates with his birth control microchips. And then I'm just like, Luke, Luke, no, no, stop, stop. And Luke's like, it's real. Look, I Google it right here and. Bill Gates funded birth control microchips. It's a real thing. This is the, this is the new Alex Jones right here. I don't, I don't know about that. There's a lot of stuff I have to stop myself from all right, saying. All right. all right. Well, hold on. Hold on. Uh, I want to bring this up. SFGate has got a 100 out of 100 on NewsGuard. Oh. And they reported September 12th, 2001, Willie Brown got a low-key early warning about air travel. Quote, it was not an abnormal call. I'm always concerned if my flight is going to be on time, and they always alert me when I ought to be careful. Exactly where the call came from is a bit of a mystery. The mayor mm. would say only that it came from my security people at the airport. It's interesting. I wonder... Uh, Telling them not to fly on 9-11. That's a big deal right there. Yeah. Uh, that's the person also connected to Kamala Harris. But I, I've heard recently that Kamala Harris and Mayor Willie Brown are not on on talking. Uh, what, what's the phrase speaking here? Terms. They're not on speaking terms. Uh, but but obviously Kamala Harris well, has risen to power and she's using it to f spread fear and to divide and conquer this nation in so many disingenuous ways. It's absolutely horrifying to see this kind of comparison made to some of the most tragic life loss that happened domestically here in the United States. It's it's disgusting. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to do the opposite of um, what, you know, the Democrat establishment and the media do. And actually, Lydia messaged me yes. saying Freedom Day. Yes. And I was right. like, it's a good idea. So here's what I tweeted. Never forget, January 6th, also known as Freedom Day, will forever be the day we remember the 100-day siege on the U.S., from the White House to federal courthouses to small-town America, dozens lost their lives to the Democrat-supported carnage. This was the George Floyd riots. The White House was besieged. Yeah. They set a guard building on fire. They set the church on fire. Mm-hmm. It was one of the most intense assaults on the White House we've seen since 1812. Uh, Yossi Gestetner with that tweet. He says, uh, way worse than what happened on January 6th. We had small-town America ransacked, buildings smashed up. We need to talk about that. Yep. We, need, we, need, we, need, we need to talk about they, – they, they were not only in D.C. over the summer. They were all over the country. Mm-hmm. So one of, one of the issues I have with the, the, the culture war is that the right component, whatever you want to call it, just follows the lead in the news cycle of the New York Times and CNN. Quick side note here. Uh, today is also the National Bean Day, according to uh, Google. Oh. But also oh, wow. Kamala Harris, when those larger protests were going on, she was bailing people yeah. out that were committing crimes against innocent civilians. There was yeah. dozens of people that were killed during these riots. And we, we can't talk about it. Sorry, I'm talking too much. Uh, no, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. This is This is out of control that we're in this position in our country where we just completely avoid the fact that people were burning down buildings and killing people and terrorizing it is the it, it is this the definition of domestic terrorism is what blm people that represent blm or claim to represent blm were doing throughout the entire summer over nothing at least, at least I can say people that may have an argument on January 6th, they have a certain argument that they have about the election. They thought that they were going to stop a faulty election for going through. That's not, I'm not saying I take that position necessarily, but that's what they were attempting to do. BLM, a black man gets shot justifiably by police. A Breonna Taylor was never, she wasn't sleeping in the bed. They completely create these entire lies and burn down communities Hundreds of hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars worth of damage. People were dying, getting hurt. I think it afraid. was over two billion. Uh, yeah, around the country, yeah. it could probably easily been over two billion. And none of these things get replaced. People can't. I mean, the, the livelihood did not come back. These people, some people have been killed. Their, their lives are not going to be replaced. And people are arguing about individuals who went into the Capitol building. Some of them were let in. Some of them were taking selfies. I just saw a video that was posted. I think I shared it on one of my social media platforms of the guy that had the horns or whatever. Yeah. He's going in there. It's like three dudes in there. The police is asking, Hey, is everybody okay? They just chilling. You know, you, you talking about Pearl Harbor? You must be smoking crack to think that that is comparable. What a, what a, what a disrespect to the men and women who served this country, the men and women who were fighting on September 11th that, that have had residual effects that have happened. People have died, skin blown off. I mean, the, the images that we saw, people jumping out of buildings yep. and hitting the ground from a 100 stories high. And you're talking about the Capitol building that didn't last long enough that they finished the vote the same day. Yeah. It took like three hours for this whole thing to go through. And then they were fixing the whole thing. They went through and they got done with the election and they finalized it and everything. And I was posting those images from Kamala Harris supporting the 
uh, Minneapolis Freedom Fund talking about how they set free this guy who had committed egregious acts against a child and all these sources that had gone through and fact-checked it and they couldn't even say it was false. They were like, well, this needs context, you know. Well, this isn't the full story. But yeah, no, her Freedom Fund set a bunch of people, a bunch of criminals free. Who like child predators. Free, huh? Like one guy apparently was like a reportedly a child predator. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. guy, yeah. And re- but Republican, Republicans are so weak, though. Mm. Yep. Ted oh, Cruz yeah, is dude. a weenie. Mm-hmm. All these people Ted are so Cruz, man. soft, <laughs> man. I mean, how can you go home and kiss your wife and act like you're the man of the house <laughs> right. when you're such a he, weenie, yo, man? Yo, he may have he, he may as well have, res- have have resigned when he said that was a terrorist attack. Yeah, I he, mean, what was he? Th- who's he going to win? Yeah, he's, exactly. he's an establishment brown noser, and he always was an establishment brown noser from True. the very beginning. And True. he's trying to placate the middle. Allegedly, this is the kind of the, the I, I, you know, we, we actually talked to someone who was around his circles uh, recently, and and when he was responded to this, he's trying to show the Republicans that he's going to be the opposite of Trump. He's going to be the moderate, uh, considerate, considerate Republican. Uh, but it's absolutely ridiculous because of just how brown and gooey and nasty. His nose is with all the butt kissing he's doing to the establishment. It's it's what world, nasty. What world is he living in? I don't know. People love Trump. I mean, I I was just, just last night. There was this rapper named Kevin Gates. He's a gangster rapper, well known dude in the rap industry. I just so happened because I follow him. I just so happened to see him on live and he's talking about Trump and saying, oh, Trump was cold. I mean, we need Trump back in office. I mean, and there was a bunch of other dudes on there from the hood, from the community, with mad respect. And they all agreed that Trump was the, one of the best things that ever happened to our country, at least during their lifetime. You got to be crazy to think that somehow they're going to leave Donald Trump, who was the answer to the prayers of many people of having a person in office that's not a, a politician, somebody who's an outsider, somebody who's going to stand up for for America. You think you're going to you're going to somehow swindle your way into that? It's not I got happening. it. He's he's trying to get that job on the View. No, check it out. He'd be great for it. The View can't find a female conservative because they've stated they want someone who's popular among the right, but who doesn't believe Trump won the election. And you you, you basically can't get it. I think it's seventy one percent in the latest poll of Republicans believe Trump won. And so they want someone. So why would so so Ted Cruz comes out and he calls it a terror attack? It's not. It's not even necessarily about Trump. If you're someone who pays attention to the news. Like you actually read and investigate, you know it wasn't a terror attack. Right. It was in one area, the tunnel, a riot, and on the sides, people walked in confused. Yeah. The what are they, the Maga Mima, as they call them, just right. bumbling around. Yeah. That Norm Macdonald tweet, the violent, you know, insurrectionists respected the the velvet ropes, velvet ropes yep. just walking in like idiots, yeah. like they had no idea what was going on. So when you see that, you're like, yeah, that was not terror. And you see on, on Reddit, they have that photo of that officer, the Capitol officer, who like baited them and led them away. And I'm like, these guys were those guys like it wasn't one group of people who planned to do anything. And, and the FBI's yeah. even said that. So to come out and, and for Ted Cruz to say terrorist attack, he's trying to convince Democrats yeah. who hate him to vote for him. It, that's it, the crazy thing. That, that's what that's what I'm wondering. Like, what is his angle? What who is telling him to do this? It's the dumbest thing in the world. Democrats hate you. You are racist, uh, sexist, homophobic, whatever they can name you. That's what you are to Democrats and people on the left. And then everybody else. Well, I say everybody else. There's a, there's a small group of people in the middle, but the people in the middle aren't stupid enough to watch you go out and project theater as a politician. And think that you're genuine. Well, people can see through Ted Cruz. I don't think there's a center anymore. I mean, a te- there technically is. I think this show is 
fairly moderate. Some people have described it as like centrists, right leaning a little bit. And maybe it's because of the other influences of the people on the show. But we're not the, you know, hardcore MAGA, MAGA hat wearing. We're not, you know, conservative ink suit wearing like TPUSA or anything like that. We're uh, an eclectic bunch. I don't even know what Ian is. It's in motion. You know, it's yeah. not static. Uh, whether it's on the right or on the left, we're constantly swirling around the center and getting a little bit from both sides. Wait, well, maybe, maybe that's you and your conscious yes, space. I is. don't like any of these politicians. I think they're all sellouts. I think they're all working for the special interest, and I think they'll take any opportunity they can to skin you alive and then do you, let do them. Do you but think that's Trump? Yeah. Is a part of it. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Especially with his endorsement of Big Pharma. Especially with him sitting down with Henry Kissinger during the start of his presidency. As soon as I seen that, I said, okay, that's game over. As yeah. soon as he's congratulating and saying how great he is, that's that that had everyone's I, eyebrows up. When he was talking about auditing the Federal Reserve, investigating 9-11, releasing the JFK CIA files, he did none of that. I agree. Trump? I, th- I think this is more Trump got into the office and they, they pulled him... They, they pulled him away. Trump is, is undoubtedly an outsider. And so there were things I think he was trying to get done. I, I do not believe he's part of the swamp. I think he's his own kind of different swap monster. Maybe that's so. how I see well, it myself. He, he got in, like, I've been watching, um, Oliver Stone just released a Kennedy documentary about the assassination. And I was just watching another one last week. Like, I think he got in and realized, like, okay, there's really a moving organism here that if I disrupt too much, it will reject me as part of the system. Like, if you put yeah, a little, I, piece I, of metal I, under I wonder, skin. man, I don't think he's a part of some cabal or something crazy like that. I, I really do think that he did the best he could with what he had, but I do think he's, he's in a position where, you know, people expect him to be perfect. And he's not perfect, you know, and this, I'm going to call him out when it's time to call him out. But I do think because of his history and what he's lived through, even a generational gap between us and him, is that some of these things he actually believe are true and necessary. Yeah. Like when he came out on Cannon's own show and he said out of the, the, the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. I think he actually mean that the oh, guys no, that does. I he smoke does. with in the, in the cigar lounge that are his age or around his age, they all see the world the same way that he does. I. I think Trump was an avatar of the anger of, um, you know, um, the American working class populists who are sick of the system. And, and as Michael Moore put it, Trump was that human Molotov cocktail. But Trump was, uh, imperfect. He's the imperfect avatar. He, he wasn't, he was just that, that embodiment of anger for a lot of people. He did things they liked. You're never going to get someone perfect, I guess. He overpromised and he compromised a lot, but he did try to at least enter some kind of conversations into the dialogue that did make him look like a bull in a china shop. And he did have the corporate media scared. He did have the establishment scared somewhat. You know, he, but I think he also was trying to be liked by them at the same time, and his ego got in the way. And from my perspective, there was a lot of possibilities there, and I, and I think he 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 failed on a lot of those possibilities. But again, I'm, I don't want to be one of those crazy leftist lunatics that has Trump derangement syndromes. When he did something good, I, I always complimented him and gave him respect and props for standing up for certain issues and, and, and making the debates and, and arguments that everyone was afraid to make. So, so you know, let's be honest. Anyone who is in power deserves to be criticized no matter what. And we shouldn't always worship celebrities because when you when we do, bad things happen. Well, I, I agree. And the reason I brought up, like, the kind of the whatever space this show occupies is that if if we are, you know, if, if Luke is on this show and looks like we got to criticize all of these people, we're certainly not the ardent Trump can do no wrong crowd. And if we look at what Ted Cruz said, like he's a lunatic, then I don't know who he's going after. 
because you know I've seen these tweets where they're like, "Where's the middle ground between the the January sixth was an insurrection and January sixth was no big deal?" And it's like we, we talk about it all the time, and so do most of our guests. Like yeah. the riot was bad. Uh, these people who who were engaging in violence should be prosecuted, and you know we don't want something like that to happen. But it certainly wasn't an insurrection. Of course, there's middle ground. Ted Cruz is not occupying that. Mm-hmm. So pandering to Democrats who hate you and souring yourself on even moderates who think it's a stupid thing to say. I think he's basically just he, he might he may as well have just resigned and said, I'm done. I'm not going to run again. Maybe that's the plan to flip Texas Democrat in the Senate or something. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's arrogance. Maybe he's just out of touch. These people are corny individuals. Like when you meet them in person, you're like, dude, you, you still got a politician hat on. Dude, we just sitting here talking. Why are you? You know, using certain words and acting like you're in, in campaign mode. Some of these people right. are not real individuals. They're they're, not. I don't even know if they, they, if they go home or they still wearing a suit and trying to, uh, campaign to their wife or something or whatever to their kids. I don't know if they're real people. Campaigning to get laid to their wife. Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why tonight is going to be the best five minutes of your life. <laughs> five minutes? That's right. I won't overpromise. <laughs> yeah, no, they are, man. And, and I tell you, we've, we've reached out to a lot of politicians. And we've been reached out to by a lot of, like a lot of politicians have reached out and it, you, you, I, I feel like even the people watch, you can tell. You can tell when there's a Brandon Tatum sitting down having a real conversation yeah. and when there's a politician getting ready for something. Yeah. Well, I, I think politicians and, and people always say you should be a politician. I don't, I don't like it, man. It's too grimy, too dirty and I'm too real. Um, maybe one day I may have to, but I will never be a guy that's going to sit up here and read talking points. And this is what I should say, because the people think I'm just me. If you don't want to vote for me, don't vote for me. I don't know why people feel like they got to put on a character. It's like, it's like online dating, right? People put a facade out there and they want to present themselves as being a certain way. And then you meet them in person. You're like, Oh, you're not really who you said you was. You built the facade. You only put out the things that are positive about you. People should just be real. There should God. be a rating score on right. uh, online dating apps when people oh, yeah. get give you reviews of five yeah. stars. <laughs> yeah. That's necessary. That's Absolutely. awesome. Sorry, go ahead. And right. I guess you get into a long-term dating situation, it just would be irrelevant, I guess. Like, I've, I found the one. It's over, and you close the account. But no yeah. one does. They keep their accounts open. Yeah. So I want to I talk about this next segment, but I do uh, want to – I, I want to give you guys an update – so uh, last night we had Marjorie Taylor Greene on the show. She was absolutely fantastic. And one of the things that came up was Dan Crenshaw being listed by the World Economic Forum's young, uh, was it young global leaders? Thing. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, with Pete Buttigieg and Tulsi Gabbard. Buttigieg was a different year. So I actually uh, reached out to Dan Crenshaw, and he I'll give you the gist of uh, of his statement paraphrase. Basically... 
his understanding, or I should say my, my takeaway from what he said is that this is an editorial list he has, that they have nothing to do with. It's like, uh, so I asked him, is this like Forbes 30 under 30? Like the World Economic Forum just decides these are people we think you should watch. And he was like, yes, there was no communication involved. They just put me on some list. And yeah. now he's like, people see that and they think I'm associated in some way. I, I, I think it's important that, you know, people hear his response because we did pull that up. And I even said, I don't know what this young global leaders thing is. Right. And if it turns out, that the Davos group just like makes a list of people they're interested in, whether you realize it or not. I don't want to smear the guy over something someone else does. And I agree with you, but why would they pick him? Right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's got, and they're not going to pick Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to pick Marjorie Green. They, they're not going to pick certain people. So why did they pick you? And I'm telling you what, man, my wife cannot stand him. You know, and, and she just think that he is a part of the establishment. I remember, and I'm, I, and I can't verify that unequivocally. I remember when he first came out and I said, yeah, I like this dude. Military guy. He's bad to the bone. You're missing the eye. This is the dude. And then he started, it's like they get in office and they start getting softer and softer and softer. And before you know it, they're acquiescing in this way. They're, they're, they're trying to be cool with these people and they're in the middle. Right. They're not like Marjorie Green. Like I, I'm not expecting everybody to be radical, but I'm expecting you to go in there and tear stuff up. I'm expecting you to go in there and stand your ground and stand on the principles that people are asking you to, to stand on. You got elected because you had these campaign videos of you being an outsider coming in and serving your community. And because you were, you were in, you know, in, in the military, but then you get in there and you just shrink down and, and, and you just like to everybody else. And, and, I, and it's easy for me to talk cause I'm not in politics, but like, is that what happens to you when you get into politics? The ones that want not to get Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah, she's not. As well, you know, but, but how long? That was amazing. And I and I love her. I met her before she ever was in politics. And I remember we were at oh, some wow. conference, and she was like, "I'm gonna run for office." And I remember, you know, <laughs> she was such a cool person in the fitness. And but like, how long is she gonna last? I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you. If she does shows like this for a long time. I'll, I'll yeah, tell I, you. I hope, I, hope, I hope so. I hope she. I hope the, she. The big thing for me was. Media, it's all about the media. There, there, there. You know, she's she said you know cookie things on Facebook back in the day. She apologized for those things. I don't. I don't know if I agree with her on all of her policy positions. But when she said she went down to Congress and forced roll call votes to make all the members Ooh. actually come down and have Love to that. vote on these bills. I was just like, that deserves a standing ovation. Absolutely. Making these people do their jobs. And I got messages from people where they were like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, I'll vote for her. Because yeah. like all of her policy positions aside, if she's going there and telling all these members of Congress, get down here, vote, and do your jobs, huh. I'll take it. And show the constituents yeah. what you're voting for because otherwise that, that would be hidden from them. So holding them uh, account uh, to the point where even Republicans are mad at her and Democrats are mad at her because they can't just pass through all these bills really fast. I think that's great. I think the the more we have – you know, the stagnation in government, the better government we have. That's my own personal perspective. That's how I see it. Because when they're arguing and fighting amongst each other, they're not trying to put government on someone else. And they've put, been putting a lot of government on a lot of people and she's stopping it somewhat. But I think she, I think she's a great example for all Americans that if you feel the call to serve, you don't have to be some politician. You don't have to have some legacy of political, a political background. And that's true you for can AOC say, as well. I want to be, I want to do this because I feel like I want to make a difference. And if you pursue it, cause I remember her saying she was going to do it before she ever did it and she pursued it and she won. And, and I, and I think you're correct about AOC, even though I think she's dumber than a bag of rocks. 
Um, well, that's not fair. That's not fair to the bag of rocks. Let me, let me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me not disrespect rocks like that. You know, God, they, 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 Ian's, Ian's angry right ancient, now. You ancient, triggered anger. I love he has you, a lot of rocks See, in front of him. Ancient rocks. I'm not going to disrespect them like that. So let me not be superfluous. I think that her arguments are poor. I think that she believes what she's saying, though. And that's why she's been so successful. I, I, I honestly Mark, believe that her. AOC? Yeah, AOC. I disagree, man. You th- you don't think she? Be- I think she's dumb you know, every, enough to believe every, this stuff. Every time they come out and they say like, "Hey, AOC, I'm criticizing you for this thing you did," she goes, "You just want to date me." I think she's dumb enough to believe that. <laughs> she think people want to sleep with her. Oof. You know, you, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> I posted. Look, look, look. Um, my, my I, I don't like. You know, we we make fun of her for being dumb and all that stuff. I'm actually not a fan of doing that. I don't like her. I I do think yeah. she is lacking in, in in ability. I think she's a master of marketing. She's a master of of, of media manipulation. But, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I want to, I want to make sure that we, when we, when we, when we present criticisms, yeah. it's substantive. You and, know what I mean? And I agree. I agree. Greasy. Yeah. Sometimes we, you know, sometimes I go over the top and I may say certain words, uh, because that's how I really feel. But in, in, in actuality, you, you have to say, look at the critique of what she's doing. She literally came on television and bashed people for not wearing masks. She bashed them. She's been bashing DeSantis. And she's literally in his state, huh. drinking and having a good time, hugging people, kissing and partying. That's only what we saw on camera. She was probably living her best life. But she get on TV and she make these claims. She talked about climate change. Oh, we're going to all die in 13 years or something. We, it's irreversible. But I guarantee you she got on a jet, a plane, and flew to Miami, rented a car probably, and is driving around living her best life. These people... They're either dumb or they're evil. That's one right. of the two. And, and I, I think it's and evil, it's, dude. It could be both. Look, and I'm not trying to be superfluous in the in the in my description of her. I just really do think that these people are evil or they are completely out of their mind. Definitely ignorant. Because if I, they I think, think climate evil, change is not going to be stopped, they're ignorant. Because no. it can be. We can withdraw the dude, carbon dude, from dude. the atmosphere. It's got to be evil. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Didn't Obama buy beachfront property? I, yeah, of course he did. The banks are giving them so, loans 24 so hours here's, a day. Here's, here's, so did Bill Gates. So these people that yeah. come out and claim all this stuff, climate change and whatever, they do the opposite. When I see Marjorie Taylor Greene refusing to wear a mask and she, you know, and she's got, I think she was saying like, you know, $90,000 in fines or something accrued from all the stupid BS. She's going down to the house and Nancy Pelosi's like, everybody got to wear a mask and she's not going to do it. That's consistent with what she said. She's doing what she says. Right. When AOC says Texas is, you know, effectively going to killing people by ending the mask mandates, and then she chooses not to wear a mask in Florida, but criticizes DeSantis. You can see how she really feels when no one tells her she has to. She won't. So it's not about wearing the masks. It's about the government mandating people do it. Yeah. So it's like, well, I think it's evil, too, because it's like, you know, the position in the facts, but you present something different to the people. Because you want to toe the line, because well, you want to get reelected. Why would you do people like that when look, you don't practice what you preach? Let's put it this way: no matter what, no matter which direction you go, it's evil. Here's why: if she thinks masks really will save lives and that you have to have them, then she goes to part and parties without one, thinking she'll be killing people by doing that. That's kind of evil. That sounds evil. Yeah, willfully putting people at risk, at least based on that belief that masks are important, or she's claiming masks are important and doesn't actually believe it and is just lying to tow some tribal line. Also evil. Dude, it's a career move, right? Huh. These people, this is what I'm learning about politics. 
These people want to stay in office as long as they can because when you're in office, it's not just your little salary you get. You know, $170,000 you get in the House of Representatives every two years or whatever. I, don't, I mean, you know, you get They got elected. a $1.4 million budget. Right. So right, per but, year, I think it is. But you know how many butts they kissing and how many people they doing deals with behind the scenes? You stay in there long enough, you're going to be, you're going to be set for the rest of your life. And I often wonder, is this what they're really doing it for? Is she doing this to secure the bag for the rest of her life? Pointing out lies that she know aren't true, but she have to push those to get reelected because she really don't care. I mean, she don't care about other people. She it it didn't appear that she does. I don't know. It's crazy data like this CNN analyst saying that masks are face calling them facial decorations on TV. Like this is Leanna Wen said this two weeks ago. Like, so how confusing on CNN? CNN. So how confusing for someone to be like, you're supposed to wear a mask. But then the CNN guidance comes out or the analyst and says you they're not they don't function properly this is, yeah. this is the like, issue what? it's it's almost like um you know people bring up yuri bezmenov all the time <clears throat> just confuse and demoralize the population keep yeah. them in a constant state of chaos so they can't figure out what's going on and what they're supposed to do yep. and the politicians are also in that state so well, well let's go we'll go back to how she ended up uh, being brought up we we're talking about you know first it was dan crenshaw you know he's he's arguing with marjorie taylor green you know, we we had uh, we had uh, MTG on, and I think the, the member segment we did with her, it was getting it was getting legit. And I'm like, man, I really want to have like a longer form off YouTube, so we can just go deep dive on a bunch of topics. Because when we do the YouTube show, it's very topical, it's very direct topical. We mostly talked about her and censorship and and, and Congress and what was going on in Congress. And then I, we we started getting to the nitty gritty of just like the things she's talked about in the past, how she feels, how she feels about vaccine mandates. And it was raw and it was real. And then I was just like, man, she was swearing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it did not feel like the other politicians we've had on the show who are worried about offending one side yeah, or the other yeah, and trying yeah. to get votes. It felt like she was just like, I'm here and I'm going to tell you what I think. And I was like, man, that's that, that's what people like tr- about Trump. Yes. That, yeah. That's what people like about MTG. You know, we're so sick of the inauthentic fake yeah. BS in politics. We will take something that seems genuine. And unfortunately for the populist left, the people they brought on, they're all disingenuous. Well, let's be honest. Uh, AOC talks a big game. But when Pelosi says step in line, she steps in line and votes like Pelosi wants her to vote. But she also mastered social media. Mm. And she also mastered the way of engaging with people and exploiting that to its fullest extent. And there are algorithms that, of course, are pushing her messaging out to millions and millions of people in an unrestricted way, which, of course, is something that the other side does not have. So when you you have direct lines through the algorithm to the youth you're able to influence them especially when you set up a gaming channel i mean this person i don't think she's dumb i think she's very smart i think she's very very calculated it might have been a mistake that she got caught without you know wearing a mask in florida uh ron DeSantis said that this is quote uh a ruling class mentality and i think that has more kind of perspective to it but but look what she did with with january 6th look how she involved herself in that event yeah, she lied when she she, she lied about being at the Capitol. No, no. So, yo, yo, I, I, when this story came out, AOC claimed that she thought the writers had made it to her, her, her office. She made that up. The timeline made no sense. I saw Ben Shapiro tweeting it and I tweeted, I'm like, yo, it's not, it's not that she's, you know, making up the fear. It's that the whole story's fabricated. I couldn't believe how many people on the right didn't catch this. When the cop knocks on her door and AOC is like, so then I'm like, I'm in, I, I hide in the bathroom and I'm thinking like they found me or whatever. And then I hear, where is she? And it's the most exaggerated insanity ever. And then she's thinking she was going to die or whatever she said. When I saw that story, I was like, wait, you know, I actually argued with the Huffington Post guy in, in through direct messages because, because I said, 
you know, when she came out in the hallway, there were already a bunch of people there being evacuated. So where was she? She wasn't in the Capitol. She was in her building. Then people said, yeah, but the Capitol does connect through tunnels to that building. And then I was like, why? When did the rioters make it through the tunnels? They didn't. Did they think they were going to? Why did they think that? And then I, I actually went through the timeline of when she said it was this time. It was like one o'clock when she was getting her food and she had a knock on the door. And I went at one o'clock, not a single rioter had even made it to the building yet. It was, it was, they had just breached the first barricade. No one knew what had happened. And the police, it was that famous video where the cops fanning people in there. It wasn't until I think an hour later that the rioters actually breached the building. You think she was an hour later. You think she was being honest, but had her timeline wrong? No, that makes no sense. How was she being honest? So, so that would mean that if she was being honest, she was in her office. The cop knocked on her door and then she had a psychic premonition of people raiding the Capitol. And went, they're going to raid the Capitol and they might be here now. Right. She was no one, up. It's all no, bull crap. no one knew that was going to happen. She yeah. lied, made the whole thing up. And, and, and I've been to the Capitol building. I've been to the halls of Congress. It, it's difficult to figure that, that building out. To go through the That's tunnel weird, is right? very difficult. I, I, of course, we had to get escorted, and they showed us how to get down there. And, and if, if you were down there for the first time, you don't know where it goes. You don't know where to go, where door to go out to. Is is It's a big uh, hallway in the middle where they got trains and stuff going through there. And so it's like, come on, man. I mean, she she is a liar. It's the same thing. People, the left does this well, and the reason why is age, youth. She is in the era of social media. Mm-hmm. Republicans don't have a lot of young people involved and therefore they are not capturing the social media, you know, frenzy and they're not getting the reach that AOC is getting. If you notice, it's the older people that don't even use Facebook. I mean, some of the people, some of the Republicans probably don't even know how to use social media at this point. They're not yep. good at it. That's why we, or I say we, I'm a Republican. That's why we should get younger people involved yes. like Marjorie, um, I think it's Marjorie, 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 Marjorie Taylor Marjorie. 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 I can't stand her name. She's not younger. That's sort of husband. She's, I want to call her old. But, she, you know, she's, she's a mom. She's, she's, she's about my yeah, she's, 40, yeah. she's younger. Think, 47, she's, 47. Right. She's younger in the 30, 40 range. She's not 60, 50, 60. She's healthy. Yeah, that's kinda, so she's like it, it, young it, I hear you're saying, but it is kind of scary that they're, they're so the old one. that she's the young one. Right. I mean, how is she going to beat you up next time she sees you? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll just mess with you. No, we got we to gotta be real. Like, yeah, so I was like, I don't want to call her old or anything like yeah. that because she's only 47. But uh, uh, that it's kind of crazy that we need millennials. Because we don't have term limits. We, we need term limits because otherwise you're going to get well, all these 80-year-olds. It, it's not cool, though. Politics are not cool. You it's, can run for Trump, office when you're 75 for the I, first I time. Feel like, yeah. I feel like Trump made it a little more cool, you know, a little more dynamic. You don't have to be a politician to be in office. So, but it's not sexy to be a politician. Nah. It's, it's, but people need to make it that way. And I feel like, I feel like AOC for the left, she made it uh, cool. The Kennedy assassination made it not cool for me. Like I can't get in there and speak my mind because I'm afraid that they're all watching me and they know where I sleep. Like that's, I'm not comfortable with that. If a president gets in there and they really want to change the system, they're going to need to duck out of the country for a while because the CIA is not going to like it. This system is like in place for a reason. Yes, yeah, it's, it's scary. And I don't know it's politics scary. can t- twist it open. I don't. But when you're young, I mean, most people that probably should be in politics don't desire to be in politics. Right. And the people that do desire to be in politics are people probably who are, are power hungry and are narcissistic, and that's how they end up getting that's in. The paradox. And they man. get power, and then they love it. Sociopaths. I mean, yeah. And, and so it's unfortunate, but like, I don't know how to fix it. But younger people need to feel more confident that look, this is our country. 
yeah, and we need right. to take it over through it's, being well, so in politics. It's like it needs a bunch of things to have to happen at once. We need young, new, intelligent politicians. We need new pieces of technology and new shows that are being developed that are like invigorating the entire process. But it has to happen all at once. It can't be one or the other. Right. I'm let's, just not the person that can get into politics because of my mind state. It'd be too dangerous for me. Let's yeah. just uh, jump off the, the metaphorical cliff with this next article from Politico. They write, we are in a new civil war. About what exactly? Grievous conflicts have been about big things, war, slavery, depression, but this time we just don't like each other. Spoken like a true establishment Democrat personality who huh. doesn't know anything about the right or moderates or libertarians or post-liberals. This article says to me, oh, they've recognized there's, an, there's anger, there's a conflict, but they're so ignorant to what's been going on, they think we just don't like each other. <laughs> that to me is absolutely incredible. Let me just start with <clears throat> Barack Obama killed children. Let's uh, uh, National Defense Authorization Act, indefinite detention provision. Uh, CIA, NSA spying. NSA spying. Um, the prosecution of journalists and whistleblowers. And then let's move on to uh, more more towards the end. Uh, Hillary Clinton deleting 30,000 emails, getting away with it. And the establishment lying and protecting. How about this? Russiagate, Ukraine gate, the Covington kids over and over and Benghazi. over. Benghazi. Lies. Benghazi. Afghanistan. Now, I can complain about the things Trump did with the commando raids in Yemen and the drone strikes, upping the drone strikes, missile strikes in Syria, too. And I can tell you, we, I, I think most people in this country are pissed off at the establishment for those reasons and many, many more. But what do they say? We just don't like each other. No, no, no. You don't know. Th th this faction of the establishment zombie NPCs, they don't, they just hate. They hate or they're ignorant. They don't read, they don't care to learn, and they don't want to hear what you have to say. But the conflict we are seeing bubble up from, I guess, the American populists, be it moderate left and right, then you have the establishment left. There's real reasons why there's a conflict happening. Yeah, I think I think that that's true. But the layman, the average American, they hate each other and don't even know why. People people hate their neighbors. I, and, and, and I, I agree with you to a certain degree because I, I do think that there's reasons why. But a lot of people cannot even articulate the reason why they don't like Trump. Why do you think it is? Where do you think it comes from? People are dumb. We've been dumbed down through technology, that, through the school system. People are such, they're such sheep. And maybe we've always been this way. But this, this is what I'm saying, right? You ask the average Trump supporter, do you watch Trump speak? They'll probably say yes. And that's why they, they, they like him. How many people have we heard? They used to be Democrats and then they decided to vote for Trump after they actually listened to the man. Right. They, 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 what, what the media had done, the establishment media with articles like this, what are we mad about exactly? They don't tell their audience what's really happening. They show Trump in the worst possible light. I saw a Reddit post and it was like one of the top posts and it said, for the life of me, I don't understand why this wasn't the end of it. And it was a picture of Trump doing the arm thing. Oh, yeah. And it said, Trump mocks disabled reporter. They set Trump up with that. And if you actually watch the video, Trump supporters said Trump insults everyone in the same way saying, oh, geez, oh, geez. It has nothing to do with the reporter in, in general. When you realize that Trump insults everybody that way, you're like, oh, he's just an asshole. Yeah. It wasn't directed at one disabled guy, but the media lied about it. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you're like, OK, I get it. He's kind of a dick. But what is he saying? And then you actually listen to what he has to say, and you're like, wow, the media told me he was a white supremacist. Now it turns out he just wants to bring factories back. Well, All of a sudden, people vote for him. I just yeah, kind of want to add a little bit to your point that you were making in the beginning. I, I think it's fair to acknowledge that the establishment has been screwing over the average person for a very long time, whether it's the wars, the banker bailouts, the hyper money printing. There's a lot of problems that are artificially created for the benefit of the ruling elite in the United States that screws over the average American. And then they have the gall to say, 
It's his fault. And they're doing this with social conditioning. They're doing this with the algorithms. They're doing this with trauma-based mind control and, and emotional manipulation. And they're saying all of your problems that we caused, how we, we, we laced you, we skinned you, we screwed you over. Your neighbor's the problem. And, and some people are actually believing it and, and buying that bag of lies. And, and to me, this is why we're such, we're so close towards this conflict, which again, we should do everything in our power to try to avoid. I, Sorry, you had something to say as well. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. W- one more point, real quick. Sorry. Um, I just want to reiterate a point that we brought up on a couple other shows. Lauren Boebert made fun of Biden for saying true Nana Shabbat to pressure when he <laughs> when he had that gaffe. She said Biden has never fulfilled his promise of getting us true Nana Shabbat to pressure or whatever. And the response from the Democrat activist base was, what is she trying to say? Her brain is finally rotted. Oh, no. Look how dumb she is. Was she what were we, what was she trying to type? They didn't know Joe Biden said that because they don't watch the news. And Politico and CNN, these outlets, don't inform them of what's actually going on. So they live in this bubble world, echo chamber, where they hate everyone outside of it. And the people outside of it, you know, across beyond the fire, have seen all the different aspects of reality and the nuance. That's the conflict. Can we play yeah. the true and honest shaman of pressure at some point? Well, I'll pull it up. Well, you, you yeah, no, you, you hit the nail on the head because that's how I became Republican and why I voted for Trump is because I went to one of his rallies. Now, first and foremost, I'm open-minded. And that's what people need to get to the point where they can say, let me open my mind up and hear both sides of an argument before I make a decision. But I went to a rally, a Trump rally, and I think it was 2015, 2016. And I went in there and he was supposed to be this racist dude throwing black people out of his rallies for no reason, illegally, and all this sort of stuff. I went there and the dude was cool. Yeah. He was saying all the things that I believe. I'm like, and he, and he did it with passion. He did it um, authentically. All of the above. And then I found out that he wasn't throwing people out of his events illegally. He was buying or renting these spaces um, as a private event. And you can in a private event, you can ask people to leave. And if they refuse to leave, they can be arrested for trespassing. That's what he did. He gave an announcement before every rally that he did. And, and all of that blew my mind as a police officer. And I said, you know what? These people are lying. And I'll say this, too, about the Republicans is that. The Republicans need to do a good job at recruiting and converting. But they, they don't. They, they, but but the Republicans don't do the converting. The Democrats do. I didn't become a. <laughs> I didn't become a Republican because of Republicans. <laughs> I can't right. recover because these crazy Democrats. All of my friends, all my dad, everybody, they go so crazy. These leftists, they go so wacky that it pushes people away, and then they yep. end up going to the other side. Would you start a new political party? Uh, it's too late. Yeah. It's too late because, uh, you know, you still have people in this country that are ra- rational, right? 
there's the radical and then there's the rational people. And I think a lot of rational people still have rational ideas within the Republican Party and believe that it could actually um, be, you know, rescued. Let, if you get another party, it, it just you're going to split the vote. I'm going to try. I want to play this clip just real quick. Effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. I'll lead an effective strategy want the, to mobilize. I want the cheering true after. Can you, do you have the true international effort to pressure? It's the way the crowd cheers after he says it. It's right. like this cult of like they don't even know what yes. he said, but yeah. they're like, yeah. That's another thing. I was like, when he says true international effort to pressure or whatever, and Batacaf care, everyone goes, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> what? They're cheering just for the fact that he made a noise. It doesn't yeah. even matter what he said. They don't even know. That's usually politics, Ian. True international effort to pressure. I mean, the guy, the guy is showing early signs of mental deterioration. I mean, I mean, it's not even a joke. I mean, the fact that he's stumbling over his words, he, he, he can't wanted, talk straight. He don't know where he's at half of the time. This like, proves that the president is not in charge. This proves that 100%. someone else is no, calling the shots. No, here. That's from my perspective. That's how I see it. That's my opinion. He, I know I, we disagree and we, and we well, can, maybe. we no, can no, debate no, no, this no, later, but evidence maybe? No, 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 hold, hold on. It's a good point, Luke. I disagree with you. I think your opinion is valid. In my opinion, I think he's sitting at the table, whacked out of his mind. Kamala Harris doesn't care. And he's telling people, we got to, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's in this like the situation room. You, you got Libya. Come on, man. And then they're like, okay. <laughs> and they all look around at each other and they're like, you got it. And they walk out of the room like, what do we do? Like, Withdrawal? Just, attack? What are we I, I don't know. To do Let's right? just move some ships around. And then they do. Like, I think Joe Biden is just muttering and sputtering. And they just say, when you look at Kamala Harris not going to the border, that's I don't think that's an issue of Biden not running the show. I think it's an issue of them being like, I don't know, man. I don't care. Biden says she's the borders are, and she's like, I ain't doing it. What's he? He's he's gonna forget. So I don't care. (laughs) I I think there's a whole bunch of BlackRock corporate executives or dark suits sitting with literal strings on Biden and pulling him every step (laughs) of the way as he moves. But that's just my own perspective and opinion. But I also wanted to add. I I think this concept of 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 civil unrest of a civil war, it's not a crazy one. Newsweek had a very important article today and they were talking about how civil unrest historically is the norm after pandemics and they talked to two political scientists and they said between 1300 between the 1300s black death and the 1918 spanish flu there were 57 pandemics and there was only four cases of them that didn't result in a revolt or large-scale protest afterwards and they actually announced a number of times yeah the cops just walked in yeah i don't know what's going on here uh should we uh yeah that i i was I was looking at my notes and I was like, "Somebody, did somebody swat you?" Yep, somebody swatted us. Did they really? Us? Yep, somebody swatted us. So that's how do you know? How was. do you know? I have somebody texting me. Oh, yeah, okay. So wow. Take care so, of yeah, just a police officer just entered it here, looked around because it looks like someone swatted this live <laughs> broadcast here. Glad they didn't come in here busting, man. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that's. That's something that's extremely dangerous, extremely reckless, because, you know, SWAT incidences have led to a lot of innocent people Little dying. Death. Uh, yes. Dogs being shot, people being shot, people thinking that their house is being raided by criminals defending themselves. So whoever did that and they're listening like. Yeah, those but, things, those things, you know, and, and it's a it's a healthy, a healthy penalty if you get caught swatting. That's a felony crime, Good. and you can spend years in jail over it because the yeah. inherent risk. If a police officer, you know, got, believes that, it's if, wow. if, the, if the police officer believes that 
there's I, who knows what they said. You know, they yeah, could have said somebody is screaming for or help. Kidnapped. Someone's kidnapped here. We need to send and in just police say, officers. And I heard a boom. I heard a boom. Yeah, I don't know if you opened that door loud. They hit. The, so what if we were in here, you know, and we saw them and we pulled the trigger on them? And yeah. Now yeah. we're in a shootout with the police. You can get them hurt. We can get hurt. You know, it's crazy. Did that happen? All right, let's 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 let's. No, we we never we never got caught on. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys what just happened. Uh, I just walked out of the room. The cops walked in. They walked around with flashlights. We've been swatted. I am extremely unhappy with this because I can't necessarily be mad at the officers. They were very polite, but I do not like cops coming into my house when we have mats all over the place. They come back with a warrant. Yeah. And I don't know who let them in or why. Yeah, what happened? Uh, I understand they're here because we got swatted. A report was made that two people had been shot and killed and that the gunman was threatening to to hurt themselves. They didn't send a SWAT team. It was just a couple of officers. I don't want to drag them or be mean to them because they were polite. But I'm not happy with the idea that they're walking into our studio while we are live. They're walking around. Cop immediately, I, I walked out of the room. He immediately came up and said, I'm really, really sorry about this. We're not trying to you know, screw with you or, or, or ruin what you're doing. Here's what happened. We got a call. Two people had been shot and killed, and a person was going to be killing themselves. We have to check it out and make sure everything's okay. We're going to be doing a sweep once we figure it out. And I'm just like, come but, back with a warrant. But I have you know? to say, this is what I have to say. I, I don't think that they believe that that was 100% true. There's no way on planet Earth that only two officers would show up to a, a double homicide with yeah, a, with a barricaded it, subject. It. Yeah, tell them yeah. to and leave then, and, and like. Well, then, come, let me let me just explain this from a police perspective as well. Is yeah, that yeah. if good. the police do a, a swatting call, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's found to be illegitimate. Right. They, you know, any evidence that they think they may have or they may is suppressed because this was an illegitimate entry into a house. You can enter under exigent circumstances, but if it's an illegitimate exigent circumstance, there's no. Uh, searching for evidence and different things like that. So I get it, but as a cop, I see how you can't just not do anything. What's the exogenic circumstance? Exigent. 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 Yeah. What's that? Exigent circumstance, meaning that it's a a, it's circumstance, crazy in, a yeah. circumstance in which you have to do it in a hurry. It's a oh, right now thing. Right. That means that right now emergency. I have to act. Emergency. It's an emergency. I think this to me is like shows, highlights the value of local police because when I was in Chile, I noticed it was all national cops everywhere. They all have like uniforms mm. standing on the corner. If you get a call like this yeah, and but, it's but, only national cops, you got no, re- but, but, but no one's going to be there. Uh, to defend like you. what's happening At right least now, you know your neighbors. Well, what's here. happening right now doesn't make sense. Like if, if I'm a cop and I'm hearing active shooting guy with a gun shot two people, I'm not going to walk in here without a SWAT team, right? Yeah. Well, so, no, it depends, right? You got to think of, like I said, exigent yeah. circumstances. Uh, police officers have a duty to respond immediately. Right. A SWAT team takes a while to assemble. I was on a SWAT team, yeah. and we had about an hour. If it was a, a full call out, a hostage situation, we still had to have enough time for everybody on the team to get their equipment and get to the location. And we had to get together to a, a certain degree to to try to uh, figure out what tactics we we're going to use. So it takes time. If there was a real call of two people shot, a man with a gun, they have to respond now. Right. And if those two officers are the only ones in the area, they have to come now. That's and they have to force entry and they have to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. That, that, that speaks to the bravery of law enforcement officers because what if there was a situation like that and There's they were the only two here and they were going to risk their lives potentially getting mowed down, shot and killed, ambushed. 
Right. But they had to respond anyway because there were there was potential loss of life that they had to rescue. I, I've been hearing lately that cops don't have to respond. Well, the Supreme they, Court has ruled many times a, if a police officer right. sees a crime happening, they do not have to intervene. That's an argument. That's yeah. an Welcome argument. Back. That's an argument in news. the Supreme Court. That's yeah. not an argument that happens on the scene. I got news. You know? Oh, what's the news? All right. They entered in, uh, in direct. Okay, hold on. I was just running around. When they came to the door, they were told you may not enter without a warrant. They said we're entering anyway. Oh, wow! Which is which is lawful? Exigent circumstances. Right. Which we can is, enter ah, your property and search the premises. Right. Which is what I said. I told them, with respect, officers, I would like you to leave unless you have a warrant. And they said, "We get it. We get it. We swept the house. We're leaving." But that's, I don't. I don't trust it. No, but that's the way. No, no. Yeah, this, they didn't is, this, be here. this is the way it's supposed to happen, right? And you are right by saying, "Hey, are you you guys done? You need to leave." The police officers have to check mm-hmm. because if they show up here and there's a dead body in the room somewhere because somebody just say if somebody in the house called and said and ca- called it in, but they actually you know did something to themselves, and the cops just showed up and said, "Oh, there's nothing there." The next morning, there's a dead person in the house. Who's going to be held liable? So. A quick sweep is reasonable, and then they have to leave. For future reference, yes. Cops ever walk in like that? Put on the room cam. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, it takes me a minute to switch it over, but for yeah. sure. Yeah. Or whatever camera like, shows them. They, they, so Brandon was talking, and the cops are like walking around with flashlights, and I'm like, I saw all their faces too. Everyone and, looked. Yeah. Like, and what's and, everyone uh, looking at? The one cop, he like waves over to me, and I'm like. No. I'm like recording. <laughs> I we're, it, we're live. What are you I doing? Thought he, I thought show, it was man. a friend of yours. I thought he knew you. Oh, I no. thought he was coming to the show. Because I saw the door, but I'm like, who's coming in during the <laughs> What's podcast? Going on? <laughs> well, I feel bad. They were being being nice. And I understand like someone calls in and says people are dead. Yeah. And they're like, let's go check it out. And their 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 mentality is like, we're going to be protecting Tim and his house and everything. With our lives and we don't know right. what's happening. Yeah, if yeah. It, it, you see, it was only what, two of them. There were three. There, oh, no, three. There, were, there were like four or five. Oh, guys. four or five, yeah. which is Cause, good because that was the upstairs good, guys. Good, good. But when you brought up like, there's no way they wouldn't come with gear. They wouldn't be prepared. I think when they got here and realized everything was looking normal, they were like, okay, let's just do a, a check. But it seems like a swatting, right? The yeah, problem I have with sure. it is, I don't want to blame the guy because there's a circumstance of you know what if someone got killed? What right, if exactly. they're really in trouble? Yeah. But then the problem is. What if they can just use exigent circumstances as a pretext to come into my house? We have we have doormats at every door that's come back with a warrant. That's not a joke. So uh, <laughs> Allison, who uh, was downstairs, they come to the door and says, you cannot come in without a warrant. And they said, we are coming in anyway. We have exigent circumstances. And then I was like, because when, the, when they walked in here, I'm like, who let them in? Yeah, of course. First of all. No, they let themselves in. Yeah. yeah and But you, you got you to gotta understand, too, is that, you know, they can't. They can't come here and do a search. You know what I'm saying? They're supposed to be searching for uh, dead bodies and yeah. a, a crime. They come in. There's no crime. They leave. Mm-hmm. So they can't go snooping around. Yeah, they can't go looking now. in the rooms. Yeah. Exigent circumstances. Exigent circumstances. They will have to have to articulate that I went and I went to this room, this room. I saw the guy had a body worn camera. They can only go here, here, here and leave. Um, they can't go snooping around your property. What if I, they see something illegal when they walk around? Well, it, it, well, this is the thing. Like, if this was a real call and there was a real incident that occurred, and they had to come in the house and they saw a bale of drugs here, they have that. That that's that's in plain sight. Oh. They can actually uh, come here and and get the drugs and charge somebody with mm-hmm. it. What if it's an exigent call and they see? It's something. the same thing. It's in plain view. That's why I, I'm calling it. BS. However, no, we don't do anything like that here. Yeah, this but ha- however, if it's a swatting, 
none of that, I don't think any of that will hold up in a court of law. If it's a fake call to somebody's house and the police were here and then they see something, I don't think it'll hold up in are, a court of are law. Are they going hard on this guy that swatted? That, that, yeah, that's a bit, that's a felony crime. You can do like 20 years die. in prison for swatting. It's a, it's a, it's a very serious crime. I don't, that's I don't, like, I don't, look, man, I said it was 2022. I'm like, they are going to be going hard against everybody. You're going to be harassed. You're going to be censored. You're going to be smeared. It's, it's but I don't the think six. the cop, I don't think the cops were involved. I think somebody no, just swatted. Right. Exactly. Course, yeah. I, no, I'm saying whoever swatted us, like, that's the pressure they want to, they, they want to put in the house. But imagine like what you were saying. There's a lot of people. What's that book? You commit three felonies a day or whatever. Yeah. So there, you know, maybe someone here did something dumb and then. We get swatted and the cops walk in. And they're like, "Oh, look, the cat's doing a backflip on Sunday. Yeah. <sighs> That's illegal." And, and things yeah. like that. And they just can't another do thing. They, they just have another to, thing. Right. Are, are phone calls exigent circumstances? Could yeah. they be ruled out just because someone called and said something? Yeah, it just depends, man. Like, like when I was a police officer, we used to have these nine one one hangups. Yeah, and those are the most dangerous calls because you don't know why a person hung up. If you get enough ins- information and is reasonable, reasonable to believe that there could be something there, you have to check because you may get here. And two people shot and killed in a house and a person barricading themselves is not going to make any noise. Right. And this is house is confusing, you know, so, <laughs> you know, they, you know, somebody can be somewhere and you know, know there. I'll tell you, for people who don't know, this house is a maze. It's yeah, like, I mean, it's, I don't know it where is. I'm at. Yeah. It, it's, it's not easier than it was before. It's not the craziest, but it's funny how people get lost here. And I don't realize I'm like, wow, they got lost. They oh, dude, I've lost. been here before and I don't know where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's, there's two different studio rooms. There's like five floors. It's a ridiculous yeah. building. There's a sub basement, a basement, a first, second, third floor. We have a new attic. And, uh, when you're going up to the studio, there's actually like a fork in the road and people yeah. usually go the wrong way and yeah. end up yeah. in the wrong yeah. room. Yeah. And then they get confused. It's too dark and they're like, yeah. where's the light? Yeah. But that's good for me because I was thinking about if someone broke in here, I was like, well, you know, when we're going over our plan for our security protocols, because we've we've had these these threats before. And I and I was as I was going through it, I was like, wow, I just realized a person who comes in this house will get lost. Yes. Yeah, because what people need to understand is there's a lot of people who are like, Tim's got a giant million dollar mansion. Blah, blah. It's an office building like the second floor is a bunch of desks and computers for editing work. One of the bedrooms, it's an equipment room with shelves and a computer. And then there's an editing bay. There's actual, and then it's a music studio. This is a place where people work, not a place where people live. Right, right. So that, that you're walking into a 10,000 square foot office building in the shape of a house, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and here's a, here's the, the silver lining in this. Now the police officers know who you are. Hopefully you have a conversation with them. They know what you do for a living. And now if they get another call, they like, okay, Track slow down. Number. Let me call. Yes. Because you right. can give them your phone number. They'll call you and say, Hey, we got a call. Are you, is everything okay there? And you're like, yeah, they, they you know, it's no, no big deal. Another thing I think would be good is to put cameras in here so you can see what's going on. Well, we, we do. <laughs> well, so we here, can you cameras. switch, can you switch to the room camera real quick? Yeah, hold on. Let me change it. Over. So we've actually, we, we've got a, a PTZ camera that can basically sweep the whole room. Uh, it's, it's oh. actually pretty good. Look at this. So that's why we didn't, we, yeah. I wish we had it's it ready to go. Yeah. Well, no, I think, I think if we knew, like frozen. no one expected cops <laughs> right. to walk into the studio. But for future reference, we see someone. Let's get they, the camera on. I have to I mean? say, they did a pretty decent job, man. They really nobody quiet. pulled a, nobody <laughs> pulled a gun. Yeah. You know, when I was a cop and we searched houses, we had our guns out, and we were, you know, it was pretty more. It was way more intense than that. But maybe they caught on to say, "Oh, this, this is nothing going on here." Well, we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So when you're in a city and you're in a house with fifty houses and hundreds of people, those cops are probably like, if this person's armed, they could hurt their neighbors. We're out in the middle of nowhere. 
literally like it's just trees everywhere. The cops here are probably like, well, if they are locked in their house, they ain't going anywhere. There's nobody around them. So we'll we'll get there as fast as we can. We'll check it out. It's it's less of a dire circumstance as opposed to being in a dense population. Yeah, somebody area. must have called as if they were in the house because mm-hmm. that's what he said. There's because if it's an external person that don't have current information in the house, it, it, it's not safe for cops to just bombard in. It's better for them to, to make announcements and hostage negotiate and stuff like that. But unless somebody's bleeding out and then you got that whole thing. But whoever did it wanted it to happen during the show. Wanted yeah, attention too. That's what they, they always wanted do. to send the message, obviously. But it's and, no they, ma- and, and they're and they're probably watching, going like, "Haha, we did it." But they didn't do anything, and if they get found, they're going to go to prison. I, yep. I, it's a felony uh, crime. I have a feeling that they won't be found. That's just my personal perspective. Dude, but it's, might, so, it's so might. easy to spoof. It's like. Yeah. They might, they might. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. With technology, the way the technology is today, they got. Well, the NSA knows everything, but they don't share everything unless yeah. it works in their personal benefit. Right. Plus, yeah. it's January sixth. I'm like, who knows? Yeah. What, what, what lies? What manipulations? But I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, 2022, man. The censorship, the smears, the swatting, the fear tactics. The establishment does not want. And I, I'll say, I keep telling people. Vote in the primaries. Oh, you have to. Local but, and but, in a primary. But that is the scariest thing. Because that's, that's their secret. The Republicans and the Democrats know that their worst case scenario for the most part is, eh, even if they vote for the other, the other, you know, party, we, we are, we are winning the primaries and the establishment will still be in power. So when we come out on our shows, your show, our show, whatever show, and we say vote in the primaries, they're like, oh, that's the secret. That's where you actually can get rid of the neocons yep. and the neolibs. That's where it change over. You don't have to wait four years. You can get them in the primary and make sure you vote local. You know, we, a lot of people are, are so worried about these federal elections that they are, the leftists are taking over in local elections. They're taking over the school board. They're taking over all of these local elections, city council, and they're running the city from within. You may have a Republican senator. But the state level politicians are all Democrats. And so then when election time comes around and things like that, who's monitoring that? It's going to be the people that's on the state level. And so I think that we need to vote in and out of season. Like you have to vote. You have to get involved. You have to be a part of the process. You know, me and my wife, we made it a promise this year that we're going to be more a part of the process. We can't just sit back and just talk. We got to be we got to know what's going on. We got to endorse the right candidates. We have yep. to support candidates, fund them if we can. Well, we have to be active or we're going to get steamrolled. Just really quick, because a lot of people are asking in the comment section. Everyone's fine. Everyone's safe. I'm talking to people on the house on the phone. Every animal's safe. Nothing happened. Luckily, we were able to avoid anyone getting seriously hurt. Um, so we were very lucky and everyone's OK and everyone's safe. But I, I was I was, you know, after you mentioned, like, why would they just come two guys? I was like. I need to go tell them to get out. Like, cause they were, they were, they were, when I, when I talked to them, they were like, we're, 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 we're going to go or whatever. And then I thought, no, I need to, I need to see them out the door. I need to make sure that I say to them, I don't want them here. I don't approve of them being here. I don't approve of any searches. And they didn't do any extensive kind of searching. They just walked through the house and walked out. And then when I went down, I was like, who let them in? And they, every people were like, no, actually we denied them entry. And so I'm like, all right. You know, I think we did the best we could do in the circumstances. Kind of feels like an inoculation. Uh, like they're like, okay, we know Tim. They know us. That's mm-hmm. some of the cops watch the show in the town. They said that. Uh, I've been told Andreas told me once that one of the cops he met a cop and he's like, yeah, I watched the show. It's awesome. I think so they, like, I think they're familiar. Yeah, they I, know that they that there's going to be effort. This, 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 this is the challenge. This, well, this is the challenge with cops. I feel I feel uh, I empathize with them, especially if they're keeping us safe. In the in the event, some like some some lunatic could actually come here. And then make that phone call, and they're going to be like, what if it literally is some crazy 
psychopath wants to go and, 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 and screw up the show and hurt people. Right. We need their help. We do, yeah. yeah. So the one time they do come in, I don't want to be the boy who cried wolf. Next time something bad happens, I'm like, guys, no, for real, this is me and this is happening. They're going to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we're not falling for that again. And you don't want to be a jerk to I don't want it to happen. And you don't want to be a jerk to him either. I, I think that that wouldn't matter. They'll still save your life. But you don't want to be a jerk to him. It's, 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 it's a communication is the best thing. That's, we, the, that's the hard thing. I think communication is the best thing. I would, you know, have an opportunity to get the officer's badge number get communication with the officers and set up a contingency plan and say, look, this is what we do here. This is where I'm located. You know, if we have an incident, could we have know. a secret code where like, if we call something no. in, we only, we know a certain passphrase. You, I mean, they just, they look, it's hard to get through the dispatch like that, but you, but they could put like, cause you're on, on our system. And I think the system is probably generally the same across the board. Your address has a flag on it. Right. So yeah. in the system, it'll say that this house was swatted. It, they could write that down in the system. They could say this person is a podcast or they can have a special note for this address. So therefore, when a call comes in to the dispatch, the dispatch runs the address and the address has a flag on it. And they go, OK, they'll tell the officers this person is a podcaster. We've been there before for swatting. Um, you know, here's this. Here's the person's phone number. So an officer can try to contact a contact here first before they show up and it becomes violent. If they contact the contact here and you say, no, it's real deal. Like we're, we need your help. You know, it's better to have relationships with police than to leave it up to chance because it could go south and we, you don't we, want to be on the opposite we side. We had to do this with the last place we lived at. So uh, those cops were awesome. And I yeah. went to the department and we talked politics and we had a laugh and, yeah. and I told them like, just so you guys know, like we were like a block away. So I just want to say like the, 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 what I was trying to convey is, you know, and I was like, with respect, you know, I understand why you guys are here, but I would appreciate it if you would leave. I don't approve of any search with, you know, unless you have a warrant. And they were like, okay, all right, you know, we get it. And the truth is they probably <laughs> just imagine if they found something in here. You know how long an investigation will take? No cop wants to do that. Dude. They don't want nothing to do with this. A lot of paperwork. They don't even want to be here. Like, I mean, the average cop would be like, okay, I'm, you, you gotta tell me twice. You good? We good? I'm getting out of here. I'd rather I go I hang this, out somewhere. This is one of the reasons why we're moving to West Virginia too. Yeah. Um, I don't trust Maryland's laws on self-defense. I don't trust this state. And while I live in West Virginia, we set up, you know, production right on the other side of the river, which is in Maryland. So, there's the one thing that concerns me is or that I find disconcerting and does does concern me and everybody here actually if this is a if this is you know if you're going to raid somewhere if you're going to hurt someone the smartest thing an evil person would do is swat us you know why get the cops to to relax get them to think oh it's just a swatting so the next time this ha- this happens they get a report of something crazy going on they're going to be like let's slow down guys it's probably bs and it gives the bad guy more time right and if they're targeting us they know that so, you know, we're, we're armed here, um, but we are limited to a certain degree based on what Maryland, Maryland does allow. But uh, Maryland allows enough. I'll put it that way. More yes. than enough. West Virginia allows way more. Yeah. That's way why I live in Arizona. More. Constitutional yeah. carry. I got all kind of stuff and I got it everywhere. So somebody come in my house and be like, 4th of July, it's going to be a light show. Are you on really good terms with the cops in the area? Oh, yeah. They know me. They follow, all of them follow me on social media, you know. Uh, so it's, they know me. You know, the funny thing is my alarm went off and my son didn't know the code, the disarmament. And, uh, alarm goes off, man. The cops show up thinking it's a, a burglary call. And, uh, they end up seeing me at the front door and they're like, Officer Tatum. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, put this address down. This is where I live. So just in case something happened, you know it's me. Do you get down with the fire department too? Do you hang out with the, the firemen? 
Oh, uh, I know. Yeah, my my best friend is a firefighter in in, in the Phoenix Valley, and uh, yeah, we cool. My dad was a firefighter. Oh yeah, me too. My dad retired. He was uh, he retired as a chief of Waco Fire. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Yeah. So yeah. We, oh yeah, Waco. We used to have like firemen, police picnics oh, yeah. Yeah. and stuff. Yeah, we talk trash every day. Of course, we yeah. talk trash. I call them the second responders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, what's this book behind you? We we didn't haven't mentioned it yet. I've been looking at it throughout oh, the show. It's my book, Beating Black and Blue: Being a Black Cop in America Under Siege. Um, I wrote a book about policing in America. This very thing, you know, trying to make sure that there's education on policing in America with the defund the police movement, with police brutality, what's a justified shooting, what's not. I interview five police officers in the book. Um, to give their experiences of what it's like being a police officer today, you know, in society today with all the craziness that's going on. And, and at the end of the book, we give solutions. So that's one of the, one of my prouder moments of, uh, 2021 was publishing it. Where's book. the best place for people to get it? Uh, Amazon. Cool. So you go on Amazon, beating black and blue, put it in there. And it was, when I launched it, it was number one bestseller. Um, I have a question. Number one new release. Well, bestseller. do you think we should make robot cops? No. It's something about, personal relationships it's something about human to human interaction you don't want the cops to be letter of the law you want them to be letter and spirit of the law and like those cops that came here you know they have emotions and you know maybe they can perceptualize things a little better than a computer would but you do want to connect you know i think it's invaluable for community policing and um community policing to be a part of policing in in the community you know the 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 bond together um because if we had the adequate amount of police officers, we funded our police officers like we should, we would have so many more um, productive relationships. And, and because police aren't bad, they are not inherently bad. It's That's, just and what they do is not bad. It's just that it's such a big commun- miscommunication. What, what about the cops in New York City and other major areas that are enforcing lockdowns and shutting down small businesses while they allow Walmart and Amazon to be open? Well, you got to think of it like this. You say, who's bad? The officer that's doing it or the system or the governor or the mayor. But they wouldn't be able to do it without the officers following orders. No, no, no. But this is, you got I'm an individualist. I'm not a collectivist. Right. So this is the way, this is the way I look at it. I say, let's come, let's make sure we're talking about the same thing. If an officer is arresting a person for trespassing because a private business has rights, I'm cool with that. I don't believe it's right that a municipality enforces mandates on a on shutting down a business now i don't know the nuances i don't know what leverage police officers have are they just giving tickets are they forcing people out what well, are they actually doing in, i don't know in they're York. putting people in camps in australia but that's well, australia that's not here so, i don't so agree in, with in, what's happening there in but new york city here an unvaxxed guy walks into a burger king and they say you can't order you if, if unless you have your vax card you got to leave he says no i want to be served they say you're trespassing the cops come in yeah the cops say you're trespassing now and we're going to arrest you but yeah. the only reason they're trespassing is because they're unvaccinated. No, no. Well, you got to think of it from a police perspective. You're right according to the business, but according to the police, it doesn't matter what the what the business is doing. It's just a matter. Are you have it you just, been asked it, a reasonable it, request to leave? It just it seems could, like the cops enforcing vaccination with extra steps. No, no, no. I don't think the cops have anything to do with that. You know, the cops are responding because a business asked the person to leave and they refuse to. This could be mask mandate. But, but, this could but, but, be, but the business doesn't want you to leave. The business wants you to buy a cheeseburger. No, but they but want you to leave. They they don't. So a lot of these businesses will straight up say, like, we're not the ones doing this. The city's making us. So if the police well, yeah, yeah. if the police are enforcers of the state and the state is, state is telling the business, you better kick them out. Otherwise, we'll punish you. Then you can't go to back to the state and be like, OK, now kick them out. But it's not your fault because you're a different state actor. No, no, no. It's the state. Well, no, I understand. But we have laws that we voted on. 
And so if we want things to change, we need to change those laws. We need to change the power that we give governors and mayors. But it's decrees. It's not even laws. Yeah, it's, it's not a law, it's, it's politicians saying, I decree your small business gets shut down and police officers come and find you and steal your wealth and steal your business license and make you shut down while we're going to allow all these other big corporations to be open. And this is because I said so. And cops are like, yep, got it. Or, or look, 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 what, what, what do you want the cops to do? Say no. Say yeah, no. This no. is this is a decree. This is not a law. This wasn't passed democratically. This wasn't something that we agreed upon through our system. You're going above and beyond the system. You're abusing your power. You could only enforce this power if I do it. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to hold myself responsible to the letter of the law. I want to believe you. I want to. I want to go down that path with you. I agree to a certain degree, but at the same time, there's laws on the book. So if the you've given the mayor the governor's power to enforce certain things you may disagree with them it's not up to the police officer to say i agree i disagree the police officer is supposed to act on what is the actual law what authority do the mayor or the governor have according to the law now if you're violating the law in the constitution then i would agree that police officers should not uh participate in that if, if it's got to be obvious it can't right, be so ambiguous. let's say i live in new jersey okay and i take my uh 3030 Winchester repeater on a, on, a, on a sling, and I walk down the street, and a cop walks up and says, felony, you're going to prison and arrest me. Is that cop wrong to do that? I'm not, I'm not sure. What's the law? Well, the Constitution says I have the right to keep and bear arms. Right. So this is, this is, the, this is the problem with, with us voting for certain things. Well, you can't vote away my constitutional rights. They're but we, in, we have it, and we have accepted it. They're because, inalienable. No, no, no. no, no, no hold but, on. Hold on. Let, let me, let me say a lot like of this. us haven't. No, no. If a person now, – now, I know a lot of us have. I would never vote for uh, gun restriction at all. But the way we have our system is that maybe people don't agree, but the majority voted, and that's, that's how it gets that's passed. the point of the Constitution. Right. But this is what I'm saying. To and, prevent. And I agree with you to, a certain, to a certain degree – I wish we didn't have any of those things in, but we're inc- inconsistent with the way we apply these things. If a person murdered 20 people, went to prison for 20 years, got out, and they're a prohibited possessor, is that right? I think the answer is no. But wow, so we got I'm, I'm saying, but we, we like we as a society, well, we've accepted that. Well, well as so the Constitution reasonable. as uh, so there, there there's there's been a few uh, uh, instances of evolution on on my position. First was I was like, no, I think if you do your time, you get your guns back. And then people correctly noted that the Constitution, uh, your rights can be curtailed through due process, which means if you are a violent felon, part of due process is you can no longer have a weapon that is constitutional. And I said, actually, yeah, that that actually is true. It's in the Constitution. But for a 60-year-old woman to have a snub nose, you know, uh, 38 or something, and for a cop to be like, she belongs in prison, I don't care what the Constitution says. But a cop, you gotta think a cop doesn't make that decision. That decision is made in the court of law. No, 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 no. no, no, no. A, co- a cop that's has discretion. A cop has discretion how he wants this. to enforce the laws. No, or not. no, you don't. He the has Supreme discretion. Court, the Supreme Court's no. actually ruled on this. Okay, but no. The, 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 an officer, a, an officer. Okay, just say this person murdered another person. Can an officer walk up and say, eh, "I'm not arresting you because I don't want to arrest you. You murdered a pedophile, so I'm not going to arrest you." You don't. It's certain things you have discretion on, and certain things you don't have discretion on, right? A speeding ticket. I, I, a speeding I, ticket. You can have a discretion on. I, no, no, criminal no, no, no. criminal law. No, no, no. You Look, you to enforce that law. Th- there was a really big story in New York that Luke was covered and interviewed the guy. The Supreme Court. I think it was right. The Supreme Court actually said the cops have no obligation to enforce the law. That's not. Yeah. That, but that's not applied on the street level. That's applied. Well, when it's you, a choice. No, no. That's applied when you have to challenge these things in the court of law. 
Luke? That's not applied yeah. on the street. Well, well, my friend Joe Lazito okay. was attacked by a serial uh, murderer who was on a killing spree. He was able to stop him. Police officers were watching the whole time, standing by, looking as the whole thing happened. The police officers knew that there was a serial killer on their loose. They saw him attack, kill people. They saw him stabbing people. Police officers with firearms, with batons, two of them decided to stand behind and hide and not be seen as Joe Lazito, a man who is is a hero, who stopped a mass murderer. He used techniques that he saw on the UFC, took him down, disabled his knife after being stabbed in the head, almost losing his life. And after that, only after the knife was was thrown away, after this 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 killer was was finally subdued, then the police officers came out, put handcuffs on him, and they waited a long time. Joe Lazito almost bled out because of that long wait. And then on the national news, they had police officers save man from serial killer, calling him a victim, which was an utter disgrace. Joe Lazito sued the police officer, said, how am I a victim when I stopped this guy? And these cops were just watching, sitting there on their hands, Who, not doing anything. Anything. Who was considered the victim? Joe Lazito, the, the guy who took him down, the guy who almost lost his life, the guy who almost bled out because the police officers were waiting to get back up, even though they had him subdued and handcuffed. And and Joe Lazito sued the NYPD saying, you, you besmirched my name, you lied about me, you didn't help me, you were watching me getting stabbed, and the police officers argued, we have no duty to protect and serve you, and the court right. in New York upheld that ruling. Are those yeah. officers still on, on duty? Yeah, they were promoted by Mayor Michael Bloomberg. So th- they were seen as heroes by the corporate media. Right, let me... This is this yeah. is one thing I have to do. I can't speak to that. That sounds like the craziest thing I've ever heard. I've never heard of a case like that. Now yeah. I take your word for it. I have to look. It no, up no, no. I did a whole video no, about no, this. I, I'll send you. I'll, right. I'll let you even talk to will, Joe Lazito if you want to. Right. I would yep. have to. I would have to watch it and go through it before well, I, I, I can. I have never in my life saw a police officer or even heard of a police officer in any of the connective um, agencies that we've been a part of, we train with, that will ever use that as a measuring stick of how they enforce law or how they participate in saving and protecting people. And on my department, there was a, 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 um, a order that's called cowardice. You cannot show cowardice. Or you will be fired. It doesn't matter what the constitution say. Well, uh, so I'm, you know, saying, uh, so I'm saying if it end up in a constitutional law, maybe they'll determine it. Have there, you ever, have, have you ever law. seen a, uh, when you were an officer, have you ever, have you, or are you uh, ever witnessed? Have you ever witnessed or have you seen someone with say an illegal amount of pot and been like, Get out of here, kid. I don't care about that. I've never done that. But do you, have you seen other cops? Do I've it? heard of cops doing that. I've, I've, I, I know of cops that do it in Chicago yeah. all the time. I also know that when I was arrested, because I, me and my brother got attacked physically, and I tried calling 911. The guy's attacking us, turned my phone off, and then called the cops on us. And when the cops showed up, I said, we've got evidence they attacked us. I, said, I don't care. I can't do a cross complaint. They're not getting arrested. The police have a right to choose what they decide. Yeah. Who, and no, no, personally, no, 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 no. in my it's, life. It's, it's, called, yeah. it's called probable cause. So a police can't, this is the thing, like, if a police officer sees a crime committed, he has to act on that crime. You're sworn to do that, to hold the Constitution in the law. And the Constitution says you have a right to keep in bearings. No, no, yeah, I understand that. So but they're not we, doing that. I, I agree with what you're saying, but we have laws on the books, like you just explained. A person who is a felon who murdered 20 people or something. Let me, let me give you a better example. Gets out of prison. You know what I'm saying? A felon gets out of prison, and on his record, he's a prohibited possessor. Yeah. A cop catches him going into a school with a gun in his pocket. They're going to arrest him for illegal being an illegal possession how, of how, a firearm. How, how about the, the, the Jewish schools in New York, which have a First Amendment right to practice their religion, and the cops were going and filming them and then finding people and welding uh, uh, uh Welding the parks closed so well, the how, kids how, how about them. when they were going to churches and synagogues and telling people you're not allowed to worship? 
that that is they're they are not upholding their oath of the Constitution. Now, I want to make sure there's a distinction here. When we were in the Philly suburbs, our our suburb cops were fantastic. We didn't deal with that because when you have, when you have a smaller department and these people are these cops are members of the community, things seem to work a whole lot better than when you have a large, heavily dense area where the cops don't know you and don't care about you. But every day in New York City, they violate the Constitution outright. There's no question. And I, and, I, and I disagree. I'm not disagreeing with that. But here's the, here's the nuance that I see in this. And I think people should think about this for a minute. You know, there's people that actually believe that if you don't put on a mask, that you're killing people. Just imagine if this was the swine flu or Ebola. Would it be out of the ordinary for governors to mandate that there's a curfew if Ebola was out and people were dying in mass amounts because they weren't protecting or because they were crowding in places? I think most people would be like, okay, that makes sense. If the business were shut down and they said you cannot open up a business because Ebola is spreading everywhere, you have to shut this down. If in fact, that was the case. Many people would not argue the constitutionality yeah. of think, a governor doing that. But that's a hypothetical that wasn't the case. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Think about that for two seconds. Yeah. People would willingly be like, you are right. I won't open my business. They don't need a government to tell them to do it when they're watching hemorrhagic fever kill people. No, but what I'm saying is that the governor has the power to enforce these things or to order these things in an emergency situation. The power that we gave governors to do in an emergency. The difference is... We, at least I don't believe that this is Ebola. I don't believe we should be doing any of this. Right. This is my belief. However, there are people on the spectrum that are, that believe wholeheartedly that if you don't have two of them on your face, that you're going to kill people and people are dying and overloading the hospitals. And so governors in New York and governors in some of these left wing areas are enforcing Decrease things, not by law. And, and, and also, governors in Arizona and in, in, in Florida are not. I want to. I want to so, mention just based off what we just went through with these with getting swatted, and it wasn't the most intense. The SWAT team didn't kick our door in. A bunch of cops just came in. We said no, and they swept the property. I, I think if more leftists understood what this is like, it would be a very, very, very important uh, thing for them to, to like to understand. These cops were not mean to us. They came in. We didn't want them to. We do have fears about people breaking in here. And we do talk to the cops. And we've had, we have talked to the cops, uh, just about, um, we've had, we've had issues in the past. We call the cops and talk to them. And so I'm sitting here as like, I don't necessarily trust them to come in here without a warrant. I don't know what they're doing or why. I, you know, every, every lawyer worth their, worth their weight will tell you don't talk to cops. But I also appreciate that they just tried to save our lives. Yeah. That someone called them and said, Tim Pool's, you know, house, uh, workspace, people are dead there. And these cops rushed in and said, out of my way, there could be people hurt here. It could have been me. These these cops were like, I don't care who you are, what you're saying. For all they know, Antifa or some crackpot, you know, conspiracy person broke in here with their friends, hurt us. And now they're standing there saying, don't worry, officer, everything's fine. You don't need to come in. You have a warrant. And the cops are going to be like, I don't care what you say if we get a report about this. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a difficult position, right? Yeah. And they're willing to die for you. It's that, not, they're not willing to show up here just to do a, 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 a patty cake with you. They're willing to die, man. Cops this are is, dying every day in situations like this. And they don't, they didn't, I don't believe they batted an eye. They came up here and they was willing to die for the sake of you and anybody else in this, in this building. And the same people that we are saying in some of these cases you see in New York where 
they're questionable about their enforcement in some of these laws. They are the same ones that are still out protecting people with their lives every day and getting murdered. So I, I want us to balance the perspective here. We may disagree, and I think the, these things will find their way out in court because it's not very clear if this is a violation of the Constitution. So, At least the, the the private business is saying you have to show a vaccination card. Experiencing this, I think, is good for the left and the right. I think there, you know, a lot of the perspective on policing is that people on the left who are in big cities deal with cops all the time. And people who are in rural areas don't really deal with cops all the, all the time. They might see them in passing, but they probably know, know the officers. There's, there's, you know, there's, very, there's very few. So for me, I'm just saying, you know, we have someone mentioned that uh, you're wearing a do not comply shirt, but you're also defending cops. It's because I'm a smart, I'm smart enough to know that there's nuances. That's exactly like do it. not comply with tyranny, but you need to like, like they're just, that's like saying George Floyd. Should George Floyd have complied? I mean, yeah, I think he would have never been under the guy's knee if he would have. Should, you know, any of these people who are running from the police, and should they have complied? Yes. Just because I have a do not comply shirt don't mean I'm telling you do not comply with a lawful order. Right, right. That's so, what, so, but people are too ignorant to understand that there's well, this, sides this, to this. Some people. This, this is why some I think, people, not everybody. This, this, but, is the, this is the point I'm trying to get across. Like, I'm, I'm torn on this one. I'm not left. I'm not right. I'm not anti-cop. I'm not pro-cop. I'm worried the police can use these pre, this is a pretext to enter my home without a warrant and, and mess with me. I'm also worried that we've got very serious security threats. We've got a security system installed. We've had multiple security companies come out where we're in the process of, of onboarding some security people. And these cops are willing to come in here, rush in to save us. So it's like, it's, it's basically, do you trust them or not? It's, it's, it's a difficult position to I be in. I think it's right? fair to say you can trust them because you also got to understand they're only one part of a, of the justice system. They can come in here and if you believe they did something unlawful, there's a process to that. They, 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 they are not going to convict you in a court of law. The police can't. They can arrest you based on probable cause, but then you have an opportunity to defend yourself in a court of law. Just like if they came in here and they found something illegal. You, sure. That's going to be a legal battle in a court yeah. of law. That I'm got, sure got, you can you can fight for, that. For got bad news for the conspiracy theorists. It's a very it, it might look fun on TV, but it's relatively. We've got like a skee ball machine. We've got yeah. cameras. Yeah. <laughs> the, the room behind us yeah. is a bunch of editing desks yeah. and and like coding. And it came stuff. out yesterday. Well, it was silent. I was like, wow. Yeah, we've got a kitchen. We 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 bake. Uh, it's it's nothing crazy going yeah. on here. But there are conspiracy theorists who say crazy stuff about what oh. happens. Oh, and 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 it's funny because people are like, Tim Pool's building a compound. I'm like, we have an office building. It's a house. Yeah. It's, I mean, there always should be a middle ground. And I, I do believe trust should be earned. I mean, me and Tim also had very negative uh, experiences with police officers in Chicago that were literally trying to set us up and uh, put a gun to my head because of journalism that we were doing uh, during events that was absolutely not warranted. Uh, so there's a number of these events and there's a number of these things. So anytime you have power, you should have some kind of transparency and accountability. And I think you could have a level headedness when you have that. But I think a lot of people, you know, there's some good officers out there and there's some bad officers out there when they have that power and it's not accounted for. And there's nothing uh, holding them responsible for a lot of the kind of egregious actions. That's where a lot of people have a lot of serious questions. Now, again, you, you shouldn't go overboard and just think that all cops are horrible or all cops are great. I think the middle ground here is important and understanding personal responsibility and understanding you're responsible for yourself is some of the things that I think we should be preaching about and talking right. about more than ever. And most cops are good cops. Most cops are good people. The police system in and of itself is reasonable. Um, it's not easy to do the things that people think it's easy to do. Like you say, most people don't interact with cops. You just, it's impossible. 
you in if you in New York, you know how many people live in New York? How many people live in New York? Eight million or something, something like that. Yeah. Some it, it, there's there's one or two cops for every thousand person. Mm. The, the cops are not interacting with everybody. They only really interact with about twenty percent of the population, and they interact with about fifteen to five percent, five percent of the population all the time. It's the same group of people that are out here doing crime all the time. So most people aren't really interacting with police, and so I, I just think people are. They may be feeling some type of way. There's an emotional charge to it. I understand that. But we have to, like I said, you have to put it in perspective. The same officers where people are saying, you are enacting tyranny. Well, as soon well, as they walk away from this call, they are out here protecting the servant with their lives. Yeah. And so you have to understand they're not just acting in one role. You may disagree with this aspect of it, but you have to understand the whole story. Like, why does the governor have the power to do these things in the first place? Why does the governor, how can the governor tell you can shut down your business? I think the cop is like a byproduct. You should be protesting the governor. You should be protesting the mayor. Yeah. The cops are a byproduct of something that's ambiguous. But but the the governor wouldn't be there if it wasn't for the cops enforcing these unconstitutional edicts and decrees. And they, we have they, to understand they they, this was they're getting guidance from the governor. Exactly, the guidance is is not legal legal language. I mean, that's the same argument that a lot of Germans were making during World War Two, saying I was just following orders, I was just doing what we're told. And a lot cannot, of atrocities. This is why this make is the comparison. But, but this is my, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I want to make the historical context to a lot of human atrocities that have happened because people saying. I follow orders. World War II is overused too many times, but when we look at human history, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of death resulted to men saying, you tell me to do it, I'm going to do it without even thinking about it. What I would personally would love to see is a little bit of more discernment, a little bit more upkeeping to the letter of the law, instead of just saying, this guy told me to do it, I'm going to do it, because so many human atrocities have happened, and I think we're very close for them happening now, especially with what's happening in Australia, what's happening in Europe, what's happening in Canada, that could come here if enough officers say, I will follow that order without questioning it. Okay, look, this is the thing. It's not like the governor says, officer, you go do this. It comes down from the city council, command staff, and guidance that's given to the officers through the lieutenants, the captains, the chiefs, I mean the uh, sergeants. These are protocols that are disseminated down through officers. And also, many of these police departments have legal advisors. We were a small police department. We had a legal advisor. They would advise us, what can you do legally According to the Constitution, according to laws, where the department doesn't get sued. So I think it's a bunch of minutia that comes down through the pipe and people have power that shouldn't have power in the way they do. And, and now the police are, are taking a fall for it. But they if, wouldn't have power if police officers weren't doing what they were told to do by them. Right. If they could understand that, if there was a little bit more discernment, if they were like what saying, you, hey, you, hey, hey, maybe we shouldn't as Walmart's open and people are giving all of their money to that. Maybe we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't stop by this poor grandma's house and shut down her business in New Jersey. Maybe we just shouldn't do that personally ourselves because of the okay. larger implications. Here. So if a person, and that kind of discernment is all I'm asking for, because okay. it makes more sense than to just follow a decree that hurts everyone overall and destroys it, people's income and destroys people's livelihoods because they were just following orders. Right. But you feel that way. But some people don't feel that way. Some people don't feel so like So the it. grandma deserved to have her business shut down. Some people believe that she does if she's not Do you followed. think she does? I don't think she does. Okay. But I think But she only does because officers said yes. No, not the officers. It's because the governor has made an order that is deeming this behavior that is going to cause people to die in contagion from this this uh virus is going to spread everywhere if people don't shut down and quarantine. It, it that's it's it's a it's a nuance. Now let me let me talk about it like this. 
some people believe that marijuana should be illegal. Some people believe marijuana should be legal. So do cops use their discretion in that and say, well, I don't think people should go to jail for marijuana. So I'm not going to arrest you for marijuana. But then the cop over here says, I, I hate marijuana. My kids have gotten in the drug game and I want marijuana to stop in my community. So I'm going to enforce it just like the mandates. There's a wacky cop out here that believe that they need to wear three masks and they believe that everybody's dying. Like CNN is saying, should they over enforce grandma? And the guys who say, you know, this is not even a real thing. Should they not do anything? The, 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 the point is that cops should follow the letter of the law. And I believe I that this is ambiguous though. I think this is ambiguous. Yeah. I believe that we're going to come to a place where we find out that they should have never done this according to the constitution. Just got, really quick, but we, we agree. Go super but just really quick, we agree. What happened to grandma was wrong. You're saying it's, it's the governor's fault. I'm saying it's the mechanics of the whole, hold how on, the hold system on. worked. I it's think wrong. she's wrong. Some people yeah. think that it's right that they, exactly. they I wanna, some but we agree, but we at least yeah. agree what happened to grandma with the lockdown. We got absolutely right. I, I think it's wrong. Okay. I, I wanna, think they should shut down no business. I want to have, I want to have a conversation about this, but let's do the member segment where we can get more in depth and we got to do super chats too. So yeah. I want to make sure we can, we have, we have a ton of super chats now pouring in in light of uh, recent events. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just tell you guys, like we have a whole bunch of stories. We had, uh, um, Djokovic. The, the tennis player in Australia. Oh yeah. Didn't get to any of it because no. cops walk in the middle of the show Got and then I get up and I'm like running downstairs. What's going yeah. on? And so, uh. It's topical though. Brandon's here with yeah. uh, I know, that was police that was, officer yeah. knowledge. Well, this led to an interesting conversation yeah. and well, a debate, let's, which I found civil and, yeah, and, yeah. and eye opening for the general public. I think there's, there's a lot of points I want to make too, but we should get to the super chats because otherwise we'll go uh, a little bit, uh, a little, uh, uh We'll go too long. And some people want to talk about civil asset forfeiture and all that stuff. So we'll have, we'll, we'll have a lot yeah, to talk yeah. about in that member segment. Yeah. But for the time being, smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel where the next time we get swatted, we have a room <laughs> a room camera that will show you the police walking in. Yeah. I'm actually really surprised. Like, you know, I'm like, I see the cops walking. We're all looking at each other. Luke, you were talking, right? Yeah, I was talking. I'm like, I looked up. I was like, <laughs> eyes got wide. I thought it was a friend of yours that just came in to say yeah. hi. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Is that Pasobek? Who is that? Yeah, I was like, trying to guess who it was. He was a cop. He's like wearing yeah, body had, armor and a uniform. Yeah, he had a body camera on. And I was like... This still seem to be a little more than. I want that body camera friend. footage. Maybe we can put it on the website. That'd oh yeah, you should get it. You can for you request it. Oh yeah. Oh cool. Do you think they might just give it to us right away though? Let's yeah. Do it. It's not a crime. It's not a crime yeah. that commit. So there's no investigation that needs right. to be. Well, kind of, but it's not like a murder where they have to go through a. I, really they probably wrote a report which we need to know all the details about, yep. which we should uh, absolutely and we you, do that immediately. You have a right to obtain a nine one one call. So you get camera. like let's get the nine one one call, okay, all absolutely. five of them, because we might recognize the voice, all of them, yeah, because we might know exactly sure who did might. this. So let's let's make sure we're on that ASAP. All right, let's read some super chats. We got Hendrick here. He says, "Are you aware that the Mexican state of Baja California enacted NYC style proof of jab requirements in order to enter private businesses?" I did not, but that's absolutely ridiculous. The president of Mexico has made very strong statements against the mandates, against the lockdowns, and uh, it looks like some people are acting totally differently on on that specific section of Mexico, which is very strange because, um, again, the, the president of Mexico made very strong statements against Big Pharma, which I absolutely agreed with, and uh, to see this happening in Mexico is kind of sad. So a lot of people have super chatted that apparently uh, Tucker Carlson had Ted Cruz on. Did you see this? I, I'm seeing, yeah, people are chatting that They're he's saying, getting slam dunked. And he was like, hard. it was a mistake. I shouldn't have said it was an accident. And Tucker's like, you're a liar. Oh, wow. You're oh, awesome. Wow. And he's even more of a punk. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Ooh, Fess up man. to it, dude. Yeah, you said it. it. Fess up to it. Own All right. It. 
Brent Saigan says, hey, Tim, not sure if you remember, but you helped bully my brother Grant a few months Grant. ago into getting an account with TimCast. Yes. Anyways, it's my 21st birthday today, so that's fun. Wishing you all the best. Also have Luke say my last name. It's Polish. What is it? How do you say it? C-Y-G-A-N. Most Polish is just like... It's like bees. Backwards R. Yeah. All right. Some of these, uh, we had one, but I think it was, m- might be a little too vague. Happy birthday, man, by the way. Yes, happy birthday. Oh, yeah, happy great. birthday. Shout out to Brandon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Group B says, Ron DeSantis had a press conference today, brought up the fact the media keeps insinuating an insurrection took place, but after one year, no one has been charged with insurrection. That's the scary part. This is the part that I feel like is is balancing in that constitutional thing. Why are people still detained if nobody's been charged? How long can you lawfully detain somebody for something that they haven't? It's like due process. I mean, you would think that you would. Now, I could be wrong because the letter of the law may say something different. And this is a caveat that we are getting exposed to. But you you can't detain somebody for a period longer than reasonable before they have due process and have their time in courts. But these people, I, I guess, have been in a hole for a year now. I'll be honest. I haven't read the the National Defense Authorization Act or the Patriot Act in full, but I think that well, there's the, different ones. The impetus is that you're allowed to indefinitely detain someone if they're suspected of terrorism. There's a provision in, within that, yeah. Yeah, but which which is a problem because you see Trump came out and he came out against these people in January 6th. All these politicians who are coming out against people in January 6th are responsible and, and to a certain degree of the reason why these people are still down there being detained when a lot of them didn't even, I mean, I don't think that they did any violence. There's no evidence. I, well, I mean, I can't say there's are, no are they, evidence. Are, are, but they, are they detaining people no, who just walked in? They've yes. been not charged. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they just walked in. There are people who engaged in violence. Uh, which and, I saw. And, I, and, and which arrested they did. and prosecuted. But a lot, of, a lot of these people were, uh, the doors were open. The cops were taking selfies with them. Right. And now they're being, they're getting months in, in jail. You they're, know, and they've I, been I, in jail for some people for solitary for like eight months. What is it now? It's a year almost. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, it, it, that's why I didn't go down there. I was upset about it, but I didn't go down there because I know what the law is. I, you can't just storm the Capitol in, in our country. You just can't. It's and also you, meaningless. It, like, what do they think it, was going to happen? Yeah. You're going to storm it and do what? Yeah. I know. Paint y'all, the y'all, walls. y'all have nothing to do. You're not going to do anything. So what's the point of doing it? I don't think that they should be held in detention, but the law is the law, man. If you want to take it there, you got to take it there and re- receive the, re- the, uh, What's going to come after it? Just like Martin Luther King, when they did sit-ins, they got arrested. They I, took that. I want to argue more because lawful does not mean moral, and a lot of atrocities in this world and throughout history were lawful. We'll get into that. But we'll talk yeah. about that later. That, that's okay. actually a really good point I want, yeah. to, I want to talk about. Yeah. We got, we got Sear from Gunner. He says, I'm Gen Z, and my generation is stupid. There are probably other True. Zoomers here that would agree with me. It's such blatant idiocracy that's becoming more surreal. It's exactly what they wanted. I think, you, uh, Gunner, I think you're you're right, but it's not as bad as you think. Uh, a Pew Research poll found that Gen Z is actually the first generation in 100 years to be slightly more conservative than the previous generation. What's what, the age of Gen, Gen Z? Uh, what are they like? Younger than we 90, are. Was it like 95? Yeah. Born, born in 95 and up or something like that. So I'll, I'll, I'll just say this. Uh, so Gen Z actually could be fair, you know, fairly old, like late 20s at this point. Uh, millennials are more active online and they're protected online. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, um, woke people. So be it Gen Z or millennials, they're more likely, in my opinion, to be active on, on the internet, to be protected when they say insane things, and the corporate media protects them and, and puts out their message. So that's why they try to censor. That's why they try to hide dislike uh, dislike accounts. Yeah. They want you to think you're alone 
They want you to think that they're the majority when they are not. Seriously, look up the Pew Research study that talks about the political leanings of generations. And while Gen Z is almost identical to millennials in terms of their political positioning, they're in some areas slightly to the right, like a tiny bit. But that is huge because throughout the past several generations, it always flows left. And the left has been very proud of that. Something changed. And I think it has to do with um, uh, parenting and, and child rearing. Conservatives were more likely to have kids in the two, in the early 2000s. So that means 22 year olds today, 21 year olds, there's going to be more conservatives than liberals because liberals were having 1.5 kids and conservatives were having 2.01 kids. I did this whole thing researching the, the, the birthing rates in the year 2000. Good. So there you go. Born in the year 2000, 22 years old today. Don't say that. That's crazy. We are very old people Don't in this say room. That. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be farting Off. dust soon. Yeah. yeah, farting <laughs> dust, man. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's try and grab another uh, good super. We have so many super chats. I'm sorry we can't we can't get to all of nice. them. Very exciting night. What's up, guys? All right, um, I'm. You know what? I'm reading this one. Moneybag says, Tim, have you looked into flat or convex Earth? The ver- very thought provoking. That'd be awesome to have Eric Dubay or Dave Weiss on. Elite lie. Why not on on this? Um, I've I've certainly read a lot of the flat Earth stuff, and I find it funny. And wow. Just, I'm sorry, man. The Earth is not flat. I like Ian, yeah, Ian, where are you on this? I want to know where Ian stands. I used on to this think position. of Earth as a sphere. Now I think of it more as kind of an amorphous bubble that's kind of changing shape, like the sun. If you look at it with a telescope, it's kind of bubulous. Um, that I like this convex Earth. That it's maybe it's like a a discus that's kind of pulsing well, like uh, that, kind uh, of Ian. ovular. The convex Earth theory is that the Earth is a bowl. It, I don't go not, that far. I don't yeah, think that there's any bowl. flat. I think that comes from ancient history, like ancient stories, and now people are kind of getting oh, a jive out of bringing it back up and, again. And I got to stop you on the sphere thing. The reason I find this so ridiculous is that we've known this for, for millennia. The Earth is on the back of a giant turtle yeah. drifting yeah. through space. With elephants. Obviously. Yeah. That Duh. Was, <laughs> yeah. The Earth is like a little wart on some other I watched. Person. I watched yeah. one guy who said, like, he went on a plane with a leveler, and then he was like, if the Earth is round, then the plane should dip down to go with the curvature, which means the leveler will change. And then he, like, time lapses it. He's like, see, it didn't. And it's just like, oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, I don't know if the plane would do that. It would just stay, it just coast around like this. But He thought that the plane would go to the edge of the Earth and then have to have to turn down, have to, like, actually go down because gravity doesn't work <laughs> for some yeah, reason. Some, some guy said that the work, you know, like, if I say if the, if the Earth stopped, People will continue to fly at like thousands of miles per hour. I'm gonna have crazy. That is true, dreams about a couple hundred miles. You guys per hour talking about this tonight, by the way. Yeah, that's weird. This I mean, I want to. What's the obsession with flat Earth? Like, I mean, I don't get it. Like, well, who cares? Like, I think it's another form of psychosis. Like, what does it matter? I'm not. I mean, it's interesting know. to talk about anything, but yeah. that people are like latching onto weird, weird stuff like that. Like, that's a weird one. Talk about 9/11. Cool. Let's get, talk about yeah. facts. But that's like, I don't know. I've never seen any evidence for it. Yeah. All right. Let's read some more. We got. Raisin, he says, get badge numbers, file a police report, reach out, tell me how to reach out to y'all in my InfoSec company, help you find who made that call. Cheers, and thank God y'all are okay. Yeah, I, I, my phone's been blowing up. We, I tweeted out as soon as it happened. Yeah. Some, a lot of people were watching when it happened, and, you know, everybody's fine. It, was, I, it, it wasn't the apocalypse. Some, like, swatting, some, like, often, is like they're in suits, and they've got rifles, and they're like, everybody on the ground. Yeah, they, police departments have, have grown from that. When I was, when I was a police officer, yeah. they, we went through training about swatting. We're about, also in the middle of yeah, nowhere. Yeah. So they're probably like. They don't uh, probably have a SWAT team around here. Yeah. They, they, they don't. And, and, but not it's only too that, small. they're yeah. probably thinking if some dude's in his shack and did do this, like. We have time. Yeah, we have time. There's nobody around. You know, sometimes I wake up in the morning, I hear gunshots going off, and I'm just like sipping my coffee, and I'm like, mm, 
Yeah. Like the neighbors shooting again. It's not Chicago. Yeah, I know. No, it's, 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 well, hold on. You do hear gunshots you're, in New York Chicago. In Chicago. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> in Chicago, when I'm when I'm growing up and a kid, and I hear gunshots, and I'm sitting there sipping my coffee, I'm like, oh, the gangs are shooting each other again. And, it, <laughs> and then a bullet come through your coffee mug, <laughs> <laughs> shatters, and you're like, eh, I gotta get a new mug. Um, but for 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 different reasons, we we don't care. Yeah, sometimes we hear like it sounds almost like full auto because so many people are shooting. Oh yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Bangs in the distance and the birds fly away. It's the sound of freedom, man. But that's why I think the cops are probably like, some, you know, something did happen. Yeah. You know, they didn't seem too. He's not, he's not going anywhere. They didn't seem too intense when they came here. They were kind of like lost a little bit. I'm well, pretty no, sure they were lost. They didn't know where they were at. <laughs> the one cop like fanned me over and I was just like, I was like, nope. Wait, what? what? <laughs> I was like, we got cameras on and live and I'm like, this is the worst possible time to do something like this. Yeah. But I had no idea what it was about. Yeah. You know? I knew it was right away. Oh, when I knew you didn't know him, I said, somebody must have swatted yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, man. Luckily, I got a message that everything was fine as soon as everything was going down. So, Well, I, when I talked to the crew, everybody did everything right, so I'm really I'm really proud of the team. Right. But people need to understand, I tweeted this. This is, a, this is like an office, so there's like, what, a dozen employees here right now? Yeah. It's not a house. Yeah. See, if it, if it, I mean, it is a house, but like when you walk in, you're like, oh, it's an office. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can clearly see that this is what you do here. But so... If this was like a small house, if people, if, if you, this is the crazy thing. Like imagine the Daily Wire got swatted and like they show up to this big building. They're going to be like knocking the door and there's a receptionist and you're like, we have a receptionist too. So I'm sure they show up and they're just like, there's all these employees all over the place. There's the work going on. They're probably, as soon as they saw that, they're probably like, okay. Yeah. Normally what they would do is they would call if it's during the daytime. They would call, the dispatcher will call the number for Daily Wire and say, are you guys experiencing an emergency there? And then they'll be done with it. All right, Luke's mom says, Tim, you may be getting bracketed. You may want to set up security while streaming. Those who may want to do harm are watching you right now. Give less specifics. No, I understand all that. Um, And I will will tell you guys this. I I don't mention this very often, but we're we're armed. Of course we are. You know, and, and so people have mentioned that on the show, like, Without getting into too much detail, when we've had other contentious guests, people are, I've seen comments where they're like, yo, Tim's strapped. Like, you guys know this, right? Yeah, we're in the middle of nowhere. And I talk about how the fact, like, we're, we're, we're like crazy 2A people, but we're also very, uh, um, very safe with, with, with firearms. So it's like, not like we just have guns lying around or anything crazy like that, but we're armed and we're prepared, especially considering the amount of crazy people who threaten us and harass us and the yeah. death threats and all that stuff. Absolutely. I so, mean, that's why I said, I was like, we were very lucky. Nothing happened and everything was calm and the officer was calm and, and no one got hurt because again, the SWATs are horrible and, and they do injure and kill a lot of well, people accidentally. We, so our front door, we've like, it's, it's, it's not like a house door closed and like bolted locked. You can walk up and you, there's like a clear glass door, like an office. Like it's, it's, it's a screen door, but like when we have, uh, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is when you have like an office building and there's, you can see through the door and everything, it's very similar. You walk up, you can see through the window, you can see there's a desk with the receptionist and there's a computer. So they're, they're not walking into some crazy, if the, they're not kicking any doors in. If this was, if we were the only people in here, that would have been a big problem. Because right. just to say I went downstairs, I just run downstairs to grab something. And they come in the house and boom, 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 boom. And I'm coming down the stairs and they, I don't know they're there. Yeah, and they I'm don't know who I am. I'm up. dressed in all black. Mm. I, they may, they may get spooked and shoot me. That's funny. Cause right yep. before they came in here, I was about to run, run to the bathroom, like run fast oh downstairs. Gosh. I could just run. And the crazy thing is often when Ian runs to the bathroom, he grabs the master sword from Zelda and swings it <laughs> wildly. <laughs> Everyone out of my way and screams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
All right, let's see. Dragon Lady says, man, what could have happened if the cops had walked in when you were showing your freaking antique non-working gun to someone? Bad-ish could go down. Yeah. Uh, it could. I could very well see a cop just yeah. getting spooked, man. Just open a door and you got a gun and I can see if, it happening. Even if they, even if they know, like, you know, what the show is, especially if they know that, that we live and work here, because then they're going to be like, oh man, you know, we know, like Tim Pool is obviously a guy's probably going to get targeted. There's a good chance there's a threat here. You know what I mean? We got yeah. a FOIA everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm easy. That's that. easy. That's yeah. easy. Did you get the badge numbers from down No, there? no, no. But they, they may have. Yeah. If they, I, I'm, if they, I'm trying to like run down. They, and they run seem like, a, you know, it's probably a very small little agency around this area. I yeah. It, yeah, yeah. And I've area. talked to them before. I've talked to them yeah, before. Yeah, it'd be fine. You get, you have the right to FOIA, all that stuff. And it would be good to get, to get to meet the, the, the person who runs the district here, the sergeant, That's lieutenant, yeah. just get in contact with them because you may need them at some point yeah. more so than calling 911. You may contact them directly. Right. And, uh, Follow we've actually, you know, we've actually talked with security companies and stuff like that. So, uh, laughing dog says, how, how, how you like world government now, Tim? Fun stuff, eh? Yeah. Fun stuff. <laughs> I mean, you've got on the one side, like we've already said not three times, if someone really was hurt here, these guys come running in full speed to make sure we're okay. Well, you know, the, I can one, respect that. the one time that you may not want to share with other people, but you would want to find out is how long did it take them to get here after the 911 call happened? Yeah. I got to yeah. be honest. I bet it took a long time. It, well, who knows? You know, I mean, look, I tell, I, I say it over and over again. We're in the middle of nowhere and we're armed. So I'm willing to bet that it took them a while. Uh, probably it, not as long as when I was in Miami or anything like that. But they're probably going fast though. Yeah. You know. I know. I always, I used to go fast. <laughs> We're in the middle of nowhere, though. I know, like, but they may be roaming around in the middle of nowhere. You I know? mean, this cer- certainly uh, uh, took over the show. Multiple yeah, wow. cars. Obviously, five people wouldn't have come in one car. So yeah, they right. brought right. Yeah, cars. they come from very different yeah. directions. Yep. Too. Ponton says you can get uh, you can get a direct line from the cops to a phone that glows red when it rings and sits right in front of you during the show. Can we make Freedom Day about taking back the narrative too? Procedure: yeah. what it is? Temporary symptom reducer. I'm very into the public interacting with the police, like private company. Poli- uh, it's uh, maybe not, maybe private, but I want to somehow help the police force with private enterprise without like creating a private police force. Just make the environment easier and, and better for them to to work somehow. I I like to do it when I drive. I'm always being as safe as I can, as if I'm a cop, like making sure everyone's okay so that they don't have to. So yeah. Somehow do that with with our organization. That'd be that'd be cool. Triumph says. Uh, man, when I hear and listen to the rock and a hard place these cops are put in, I'm super happy I'm a garbage man. Holy crap. And, and I can respect that. That's why I've never been like, all the all cops are bad, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, they're human beings, man. It's hard, it's, man. It's, it's hard, dude. It's hard to, to think about, okay, if I do this, I'm going to lose my pension. Some of these officers, I don't know, those guys look kind of young, but you got a guy with 25 years on, tw- 28 years on, and he want to be a hero today and lose his whole pension. You know, you got to think, man, the sacrifice the cops make for 28 years, putting your family through all that. They don't know if you're going to live or die every day. When I was when I was working, I didn't know if I was going to die every day. Every day. It's like, okay, I made it today. Made it today. Made it today. I didn't die today. I mean, you don't know. Any day you could be dead over anything. I mean, a traffic violation or somebody could run a red light and hit you. When you retired, did you miss the exhilaration of that? Yeah, because the adrenaline rush every day is out of control. So (laughs) you can't replicate that. You know, when you're on duty, man, your your adrenaline is because you get a call like this. 
two people shot and murdered or something. One guy's on the phone. They can hear people screaming in the background. Like, dude, that's a, that, yo, you feel something in your, in you that cannot be replicated. We got, uh, Psycho. He says, leftists on the surfs on Twitch told me you guys are dangerous personalities. Hmm. I mean, I don't know who those guys are. So, if you mean like dumb. stunningly, yeah, attractively dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm coming up yeah. Like, like dangerous in the sense that if you're a tyrant or a fascist, you better watch out. There you go. Because we'll expose you. These people are nuts. We just having a basic conversation. Well, how is this dangerous? Won't they have a conversation? Well, I'll t- uh, no, no. See, if you are part of the cult, we are very dangerous. Mm. We had Marjorie Taylor Greene on the show. Oh, and you man. know what people said? We had a ton of super chats where people were like, I thought she was crazy until I heard her talk about you yeah, know what she thinks crazy. and what she does. Same thing with Steve Bannon. Yeah, that's why they view us as dangerous because the lies and the smears that yeah. keep people in the cult, we break. You're right. They probably think you say stuff on here and think you're crazy. I mean, that's always how it is. When people talk to me or when I see people in person or I'm at an event live and people question me that that are dissenters or whatever, they never. I mean, it, we they always leave like. I like you, man. You cool. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know you were you like. Guys, I watched the surfs before. They're pretty cool. So I bet that's kind of out of context. No, too. they rag on us often. But it's like a. It's I like don't a watch fun their show. Kind of rag. I watched it a couple. It seemed like there's like they love ragging. On us. <laughs> All right, sure, whatever. I don't. I, when I say I, I don't know them, I'm, I'm not familiar with what their show format is, or who they are as people, or their names, or anything like that. I just know that we get those kind of yeah, comments. A couple of dudes, I think. Two yeah. Dudes. They just want to sleep with you. That's what it is. They're just trying to date me, man. <laughs> Pick it to the top. All right, you guys. The Life of D says, ironically, you had Marjorie Taylor Greene on yesterday. Today, you're getting swatted. I'm just pointing out events in order, not drawing conclusions. The real question is, what did she tell you about Hillary? <laughs> <laughs> got to watch the after not a, show. Not enough. Huh? Yeah, right. Not enough. That was a good one. All right. Let's grab some more Super Chats. Waffle Sensei says, Brandon, you said if a cop sees someone kill a pedo, do they get to choose whether to arrest that person? Yeah. Rittenhouse shot a pedo and he wasn't arrested. The cops have the discretion. No, that's not, that's not, yeah, I, you I know, know it's that's not true. You got to develop probable cause. So if you, it, because Kyle Rittenhouse, they didn't really have all the, the context of what actually happened. They know people were shot. He came over to the police. I don't think they knew who was the they, wrong, wrong or I not. Don't, I don't think they even knew someone got shot at that point. And they don't know the guy's a pedo yeah. anyway. They just, they, they hear shots. People are down. They don't know who shot who. They don't know if it's a self-defense or not. And so it wasn't a discretionary decision. They didn't have probable cause to arrest him, which you can't arrest anybody unless you have probable cause. And if you arrest him without probable cause, all of that evidence goes away. Mm. And you are probably going to get fired. Hmm. Never be a cop again. Deservingly so. Just Jimmy says, FOIA request info about officers that came and any info you can get about call. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah, and then we'll publish it. Yeah, we will. Uh, Especially I, the phone call. I want to listen to I that voice too. because who knows? Maybe we know who it is. Like I had crazy yeah. things throughout my career where people called me like one o'clock in the morning and I remember recording them. And then I remember that person who was harassing me over the years, calling my family, getting these numbers was actually a part of my organization in New York City. And I had the recording and I played it back right in front of this person who was infiltrating my organization and just harassing me. And I, that was a huge wake up call. So there's a lot of weird people out there. Uh, there's a lot of crazy people out there. So just having this information is key. And make sure if you go to four-year requests and they say it's under investigation, they can't release it, maybe you can go down and view it. They'll, yeah. they, they may let you actually view or listen to the phone call without taking possession of it. You know what else I, I should do? You know what? I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. Security. Secret. Secrets. Yeah. Perfect. 
we'll uh, we'll keep the, our security plans a secret. So, well, I was gonna say is um, Macaulay Culkin style booby traps. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hang, <laughs> hang some paint cans from the <laughs> top of the stairs. Yes. No, but you're not. It's it's actually it's illegal. illegal. Yeah, 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 I found it. That's <laughs> well, it's a booby, booby trap. trap. Yeah, it's illegal to booby trap stuff. But like you know, yeah. then the because then the cops come in and oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, burn it. You remember? I, I just never that scene. I think that flamethrower or something blew his. And he had a beanie yeah, like this, yeah, and yeah. It, it just that was in part, part two. It was in part two. I freaking <laughs> love that movie. It was so fun. When I was a kid, dude, I used to just watch it. Great stuff. Yeah, we yeah. watched part two Every over day. Christmas. You have to, you have to, man. All right, JJG says, Tim, why go to New Jersey? You can't bear arms. Uh, why go to New Jersey? You can't bear arms in Maryland. MD police will arrest you for having a firearm on, on you, which is why I'm for Dems wanting to disarm police. If I can't, they can't. Same with self-defense. <laughs> well, we're 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 actually setting up the new uh, Freedomistan in West Virginia. The contracts are in. The deposits are in. Construction is beginning soon. And I think maybe in six months, we will have the fully operational new facility. But that will just be the studio. And then we have to actually build out the rest of the open space. It's going to be it's going to be amazing. I can't believe that we're getting this done. It's going to be absolutely incredible. I'm not for disarming police, by the way. I'm for disarming some police. I, I don't think never. Why? Uh, I think we'd be we, we if we had some cops who weren't armed for certain jobs, we'd be we'd we'd have more versatility. But like, what job would you not need to be armed as a police officer? Well, so like, uh, it depends on the call, I suppose. If there's like, uh, what's a good example? Uh, a barking dog. Uh, a, 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 well, I don't know about a dog because dogs can be dangerous. No, no, a, just a barking dog. You don't have to deal with it. It's just a it's a, it's a civil complaint. Right. Of a person saying the dogs are too loud. I'm you thinking like businesses. You know, someone's noise complaining. Complaints. Noise complaints. You know. But see, the, but let me just give you an example. Barking dog call. That's why I was, I was going to set you up a little bit. <laughs> so, but the barking dog call that just happened not too long ago. Um, they went to an apartment complex and the police officers got ambushed and one got murdered while she was begging for her life with her own gun. I saw that. And it was a barking dog call. So yeah. it's like you never know like what's what. That's you, why I'm like, you know, I, I I think there are circumstances in which we can have officers who don't need to be armed. I'll I put think, it that way. I, I think, think they should can, be armed. They just need to be proficient. I was armed and I never shot anybody. I was on the SWAT team, never yeah. shot anybody. You don't you don't have to shoot people. But here's Actually, a, I'll take I'll take this back. I think everybody should be armed. Well, here's here's a perfect here's a perfect segue into and I know you got the super chats, but you know, uh one of the things that I'm into now is that I'm an advisor with a company called Quest Microsystems and we've developed a, a non-lethal weapon that you can use in law enforcement and in personal defense. But this is a this is a thing that's important for our society because I would love for a police officer to have a gun and have another qualified weapon that they can use when they get to a yeah. call and it's like a man who's loony but he didn't have a weapon. Let's non-lethal or less lethal and can we test it out? Yes. Let's, let's, shot show. Shot show. You're going to we'll, shot we'll, show in Vegas. We'll have them available. We'll do you a can couple. test them out. They're non-lethal. We'll do a couple more and then we're going to head over to that member segment. We've got a couple uh, different super chats that said that we got insurrected by the cops on January yeah. 6th and that January 6th will forever be the day that Tim Kestirel was, was, uh, was swatted and that's is, what we're going to remember. Is for. that why somebody did that? I don't know. No. Yeah. So they like can the anniversary. rush I, I gotta be honest. the podcast. I think know? it might be Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, because she was on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe they hate me because I'm a former. I don't think. Officer. I don't think it's you. Nah. And um, I. Nah, they know. They know better. I think maybe they wanted just to see it happen. You know, that's one of the reasons I, they do it because it's a live show. Well, with the possibility of someone getting seriously hurt here, I don't think it was anything but to try to cause malicious harm. 
I that's think, my perspective. So, um, you know, when you have someone like MTG on, you, you generate a lot of attention. Obviously, the, the establishment really despises her. The activists really hate her. I don't think she had anything to do with it no. in that regard. Right. I think it just get, put us on the, on the radar for yeah. a lot of a lot of. That's people. what I would agree with. Because I'll say they would have done it on the day she was here. That would have made more sense. If but also, the, some wacko saw her on here and now is aware of it. But exactly. Now I think, is aware of the show. But and I, think, like a I think some people, I think some people don't, they're not. They don't understand the seriousness or the severity of, of swatting. I think some people think, uh, oh, it'd be funny to interrupt the show. Mm-hmm. They don't think about that it's a felony. Mm-hmm. And, and mean, some kid got like 20 years in prison for swatting. I, yeah. I yeah, really yeah. could have. People get died. shot and, and killed. Uh, so, like, so they barreling through the house full speed past cops and not knowing let's, why they're there and yelling at me to the we, bathroom. I could that could have happened 20 yeah. let's, let's, we'll, we have a lot to talk about in, in yeah. regards to, uh, especially that other swatting too. So let's do that over on the member segment. We'll get in depth on policing, debate, the morality, authoritarianism, libertarianism, et cetera. So smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. What what time did it happen? It was 851 like 8:51-ish. 8:51-ish. Yeah. So it's wow. possible it's possible that uh it took them like an hour to get here. Uh, maybe they called it in no. right when the show no. started. Oh, no way it's I don't yeah. that. Yeah. That, yeah. But I was like, that's ah, a weird time. So Unless they're getting all the five officers together in the different when I was saying, area. When I was saying a long time, I was thinking like eight, ten minutes. Yeah, but then I was looking at the time. I was like, I wonder when this was called. Because I know where they are. Oh, they're I know, nearby. I know, so and I know close. how fast they can go. But yeah. because we're in a rural area, if they if they had the lights on and were speeding, I'm thinking like eight ten. Response minutes. time is about fifteen minutes to a really? situation. Really? Yep. In some in rural areas. Now I don't know how rural this is compared to places in Texas that I you know, places that when I we're, grew up in Texas. Average response time is ten minutes according to a US study released in yeah. two thousand and seventeen. But in, in here in this area? In well, part, well let's 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 yeah. all right, all right. We'll do the member <laughs> segment, we'll get into the cop stuff. For sure. So smash that like button, subscribe to the show, uh share the show with your friends. You can follow the show, Timcast IRL basically everywhere. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow me at Timcast on Instagram where I post uh, I don't know, I don't know whatever i post a weird garbage so follow it if you like it uh you want to shout anything out brandon no no just book being book? black and blue uh being a black cop in america and the seas very proud of the book doing very well i'm um, gonna give you insight into law enforcement and also the quest microsystems that i'm a part of investor um i'm an advisor with them it's a publicly traded company and it's going to take over the landscape of uh non-lethal weapons in law enforcement and personal defense so cool. where can people find you if they want to contact you uh they can find me at the officer tatum Cool. So I have my own uh, media organization and YouTube channel on We Are Change. I did a full video on exactly what I was talking about when the police officers came in, the history of pandemics and civil unrest. Check out that video if you haven't yet. I also released another video on LukeUncensored.com about the Great Reset. Hope to see some of you guys there. I'm working my butt off, and uh, you know this is we're, we're really in a key crucial critical time where we got to do as much work as we can before it's too late so i want to thank everyone a part of this mission and getting the message out there our work i think is more important than ever thank you so much for being here thank you luke hey you guys check me out at iancrossland.net thanks for coming i love you and uh be good to yourself and your friends thank you guys all very much for tuning in for this extra exciting episode of tim castle this is the kind of high quality content you can expect from this podcast i'm just kidding you don't get this kind of stuff on rogan though i'm just saying anyway you guys can follow me on twitter at sarah patchlitz thanks for hanging out everybody we will see you all over at timcast.com in our member segment where we uh we're going to talk about cops and stuff we'll see you there bye guys Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.